0: Hello and welcome to the Pretty Pixels podcast. I am one of your hosts, Joey Cronwell. I'll say my name this time, Ron.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. good job. You did it.
0: Joined A by plus. Ron, caught on CCTV, Cloinski. Wait, what? How are you doing? What I do? In GTA. Oh.
2: <laughs>
0: Which we'll talk about. We'll get what, to. We'll talk about. <laughs> you were like, was I really? Was it? Do, should I be worried? Who's knocking at my door again. right now? <laughs> And Paul, ha-cha-cha, How are you doing, sir?
3: Ooh, ladies night. The night that ladies get what exactly what they want. And what they want is me. <laughs> <laughs> the words of my hero, Mortimer <laughs> Mouse. Look him up. <laughs> Man, have you, yes, please.
0: Please, listener, look up Mortimer Mouse. And look up the original iteration of him. The original way that he was drawn. Because he was reintroduced later. But he was changed. He was... He was diluted. Ron, he was, he was a changed Morgan man.
1: Um, I I saw you guys posting, or I saw you posting the pictures in the chat, and like I've seen it before, but I'd never never knew what it was i just i I'm remember seeing he s-
3: is mickey's romantic it. rival for Minnie. yeah he is like
1: the
0: minnie's ex-boyfriend too. yes oh hmm.
3: and he the way how as i <laughs> i said to you joey how loose his pants are at the bottom versus how tight they are around his ass at the top <laughs> and the way it's like arched out like wow right <laughs>
0: that's the thing is they're they're tight but it's really it's because of his posture like he's really popping that ass like he's <laughs> all the, the time. Way that he's it's like it's like it's, it's like that baseball
1: player that just got hit in the butt by
0: a ball, <laughs> right? Yes, yeah. absolutely. That's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah. Did you see that too? He liked it a little, like you know what he was doing. I
1: I, uh, I think it, it crested when I saw uh, someone Photoshop or like superimpose Will Smith walking up to it and then slapping it and then walking away.
0: <laughs> that's the yeah. That's the peak. Yep. That's, that's it. when you know um, when those memes start colliding.
1: Is that a Power Man Five Thousand song? When memes collide.
0: It should be, if it's not. That's another band. Wow. Like, I think (laughs) someone will mention a band like that, and I'm like, I haven't heard that name in 84 years. Like, (laughs) oh, man. There were bands in the early 2000s that were so big at the time, and I I wasn't into a lot of them, but they seemed, like, everywhere. And, like, to think now that people, like, even like me, I totally forgot about them.
1: So, I mentioned that that podcast I was listening to about the the Search for the Missing Hit. Did you guys happen to listen to that at all? I think I posted it in the... I posted in the discord or the snapchat or something like that. Uh give it a listen. I'm going to I'm going to plug it on here once I can find it again. Um the show is called uh reply so it's all. Not,
0: what? Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, sorry.
1: The show is called Reply All. And they it's basically they kind of like do like, you know, like they look into something and then they kind of like do like an in-depth analysis about it and try to find out, you know, the bottom of something. And one of them is called The Case of a Missing Hit. And it's about this guy who's had a song stuck in his head for like 20 years. And he went to go, he was singing it one day and his wife or fiance or whatever heard him singing. He's like, oh, it's this song. And she had never heard of it before. So he went to go find it to play it for her so she can hear it. And he couldn't find any record of it whatsoever as if the song didn't even exist. Uh, And then like, but he, he remembers the song like 100%, so much so that he went and recreated him by himself like he has no musical talent whatsoever so he just did a like kind of like acapella style um huh. and then yeah they go and search for the song and try to find out like what what happened with it uh i won't give any spoilers but it's a really good episode it's only like an hour long but yeah it's called uh it's episode 158 the case of the missing hit uh wow. but you're talking about like stuff that you know stuff that like kind of just gets lost like there's there's a, apparently a lot more stuff that gets lost than we think about listening to that episode.
0: So yeah, I, mean, I think about like music yeah, in particular, you know, the, the hits that we hear from like the 50s and 60s are a fraction of the music mm-hmm. that was out playing played on the radio. Like so much of that is just lost in part because they weren't hits. And so no one saw any value in like keeping them around. Same thing with movies. There are movies that are literally completely lost to time because the film reels weren't stored properly because people were like oh this is just like a a popcorn fad kind of thing like or you, or you people think people come to the theaters like
1: Doctor Who episodes that are like lost yeah, forever like because they were taped were, over, taped over.
0: <laughs> like. yeah cuz people were like cuz they were broadcast and so like no one thought about them being syndicated or reshown later or anything like that it was made to be consumed weekly and that, and there's so many you know tv shows like black and white tv shows like the honeymooners and stuff that have similar stories where in that that version of the past, people, I, I'm saying that like it's a different timeline, but at that <laughs> point in time, like people couldn't imagine that people would want to in 50 years look back on these old TV shows. It was it was almost like a play. It was like, yeah, we're gonna perform this for the audience at home, and that's it. You know, like we've done our job. Like, good job, everyone, go home. So
1: it's it's sort of the same way with like beta, like movies on beta. It was just like uh, that era, like there's just so many movies that came out that you've probably never heard of and you'll never hear of because of, you know, licensing issues and like just distribution or just like, you know, there were only a handful of copies and then that was it and it's done and it's over and you'll never see it again. There's one I saw a friend, let me borrow it. He had on a VHS. It was called, um,
0: Beat'em or Eat'em.
1: Beat'em or Eat'em. Uh, it was called JC. (laughs) And it was about a, it was a biker, biker exploitation film, uh, that followed a guy who took too many drugs and all of a sudden thought that he was the reincarnation, reincarnation of Jesus Christ. Uh, and it follows this gang and his, like his motorcycle, like the, his gang are like his disciples and stuff like that. The only notable name in it is slim Pickens, Like he's the only person. or he's the only person I know. Slim Pickens is the guy who rides the bomb down in uh, Dr. Strange Love. He's, you know, the cowboy guy That's Slim Pickens. Uh, But other than that, like, I don't know anybody else in the movie. I've never been able to find it online. I mean, I haven't looked in fucking 20 years, but not that long. But it's been a long time since I've tried to look for it. Uh, It also went as another name, and I can't remember what it was called. That's another thing, too, is like a lot of those movies, like went by this name or this name because of redistribution and stuff like that. and Yeah, beta is a weird thing to get into. I have a friend who's in it, and he's got a lot of movies, a lot of just weird, fucking ridiculous stuff.
0: There used to be a forum on the internet. I want to say it might have been like a sub of NeoGAF or something like that, where it was specifically meant for identifying games that you couldn't remember. So you would go and describe the game in whatever details you could. Like Sometimes it was just like, I don't remember anything. It was just like you were this character that did this thing and people would would get it like 99% of the time. And I didn't go there. I went to the clock crew site that we used to be a part of. And there was a game that I'd played from my childhood. And I have very specific memories about like renting it and playing it. And then they took it from, block- they like got rid of it out of Blockbuster and I was like, Oh no. And I couldn't find it forever and ever. And then I found it in like a, a used game store in Wisconsin. Like we went up to go camping And there was this little store, it was like a mom and pop store, it wasn't even a game store, it was like an electronic store, and they had shelves of Nintendo games. And I was like, can I look at them? And I saw one, I was like, that's it! And I bought it, and then of course later, like, my dad sold my NES, so we we lost it, but like, I still to this day don't remember. I, on the, on the Clock Crew forums, I posted about it, and Joliet Jane, one of the users who was like really into retro games, knew it. And I was like, "Oh, thank God!" And now I forgot it again. I don't remember it.
1: <laughs> I'm sure you could I'm sure you can describe it again. People will find it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Bet- Beta rundown. That's uh uh the my friend's site. You should look into. He hasn't updated the site in a long time, but his Instagram account's still pretty active. So yeah, he'll do reviews of beta movies. They're all bad Ooh. usually.
0: Hmm. Anyway, yeah. Speaking of. Sort of. Bad. We were just talking about a future <laughs> segment, so write in if you have thoughts of something called Pretty Pixels After Dark or some some something like that, and we're kind of excited about yeah. it. It Started out as a joke, but like we want to talk about like the raunchiest, most X-rated or NC, you know, a, a, you know. At this point, what is it? What is the video game? It's um. Oh a. AO, A-O, yeah A-O. adults only yeah NC seventeen kind of rated. Video games uh, and associated media. So look forward to that. We were going to do an episode, and we're like, "There's too much. There's yeah. there's too much to." Origin- discover,
1: originally, so. it was just going to be us doing the show naked, uh, but yeah. <laughs> we're like, "That doesn't yeah. work for the podcast. We should probably come up with something else." <laughs> yeah. So, Unfortunately, and plus, uh, plus I'm okay. already doing it naked anyway, so right. <laughs> like, yeah. it's yeah. not any different. I'm so
0: glad you have that that filter on. It's just everything is blurry because <laughs> no, it's just how
1: I am. That's just how it is oh, down you're there. You're just
0: blurry. Yeah, I'm smear. I'm smeared with Vaseline, so everything <laughs> just looks blurry. But but nope, I'm all here, baby. Um. <laughs> so <laughs> so if you have any suggestions for that, write in. Um, we're excited. It's going to be a while. We have like a nice month of coverage planned out, and we have some ideas for the next couple of months. And then of course, summer's coming. So E3 is not going to be around, but the summers summer games fest and things like that. So we have a lot of stuff plan for the near future but if you have any recommendations any games or movies you want us to talk about we're already talking about the leisure suit larry series um we're talking about beat him beat him or eat them. hot which coffee was even brought up hot, hot coffee. coffee mob yeah. yeah porn parodies like all that kind of stuff so so yeah write in if you have any ideas or suggestions but let's get to the news which i didn't i did not see that much this week i mean There were some items that were discussed on social media, like the PlayStation introducing dynamic ads into some of their like sports and racing games, the free to play games and stuff. And I'm like, I don't know if that's interesting. The one thing that I saw that I found interesting was the Super Mario Brothers anime from 1986 has been digitally restored in 4K by fans who got their hands on an old screening copy. Uh, It's available on YouTube for download on the uh, and or sorry, it's available on YouTube to watch and then to download on the internet archive. I'll post links in the description if you want, if you're interested in those. Uh, This was reported on by IGN and I'll include a link to that article as well, but I watched like the first 10 minutes. I'm going to watch that soon. It's, it's fucking weird, but it's actually really good. It's not. It's it's an actual Japanese anime, so it's not the early Super Mario Brothers, you know, cartoon show or anything like that. It's its own thing. But just the first 10 minutes were like just fucking fascinating. And it looks really good. Again, it's they they actually went through and the official press release by the group that did it talked about how they manually removed thousands of physical artifacts from the film or from the VHS version, or no, sorry, from the film. They found the film. It was a film that was used for, like, private screenings. Uh, and then the audio wasn't that great, so they used the mas- the remastered audio from the VHS. So it looks and sounds really good. So, yeah, if you're interested in that, check it out. Did you guys get a chance to check it I, out? I'm at it at all?
1: checking it out right now. Yeah, it looks
0: super fucking clean. Right. It's in 4K, too. Like, it's, you know, you can... Watch it on your TV, and it looks amazing. So,
1: has uh, are there
0: translations at all? They did. They redid the subtitles. Oh, I there, see. There, okay, are, yeah. Okay, yeah.
1: I subbed there. I just have it turned off.
0: Yeah, and and Peach looks really good for 1986. I expected them to look very non-Mario. Well, you think
1: like Super Mario Super Show? Yes, like that's yeah. that's what you think of for 1986. This looks like the manual like mm-hmm. art and stuff like that
0: wow. yeah it looks really good yeah which i love the super mario the super show but the level of animation not not to the same level it looks it looks no, really this is good, like
1: so. super like they did a lot of frames and stuff like that whereas mm-hmm. super show it's a lot of like stills and Oh, what is this rock and fucking credits sound song here okay i gotta stop
3: it almost like cleaned up it almost looks like cuphead or something like very like old school like beautiful animation yeah it's very very cool yeah
0: yeah so so check it out if you're interested in mario or just old video game uh movies or anything like that i didn't even know it existed so i'm i'm really excited to to watch it in full but Today, our main course is, of course, the Indie Swap. So we swapped games last week. We're going to talk about each game that we played in some detail. But before then, let's just talk about other games that we've been playing. So, Ron, what have you been playing? Me hey first. The
1: in the Game of gimmies. Uh So we went to the arcade yesterday and uh, played some pinball. I played... What did I play? I played...
0: Uh, what's the first one I played? I can't remember the first one I... Is this the first time you've been back to the arcades? No, the we've, been, we've,
1: we've been there a handful of times, but now it's like a lot more like before the, it was like reservations and stuff like that. And like a couple months ago, they opened it up to like, you can come in, but you got to be vaccinated and all that stuff and wear a mask. And now it's just kind of like they've laxed the mask rules, but they um, still uh, check for vaccination and stuff like that. So, uh, and plus it's a lot more open, less reserved space and all that stuff. But yeah, it's 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 a really cool arcade. It's called Logan Arcade on Western Fullerton. Really cool. It's mostly pinball. I forgot what the first game pinball camp I played was. I tried the Rick and Morty pinball, hmm. which is fucking ridiculous.
0: Isn't it's, like it's hard or it's just like No,
1: it's so it's like it's one of the modern ones. I think it's I think it's a Stern one. So it's got the big video screen, the big play field and all that stuff. But it has a fucking subwoofer in it.
3: Whoa.
1: And it's just playing just some like I'm pickle. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's, it's fucking vibrating constantly. The whole fucking machine vibrates. Like that's how fucking and it's wow. like and it's just playing this like loud electronic music. And it's it's really fucking cool. Uh, it's hard as shit, though. Ooh. It's, it requires a lot more timing than I'm used to uh, for pinball. It's a lot more fast paced. So I kind of give up on the pinball. They have this game called uh, Ice Cold Beer, and it is a kind of like labyrinth style, like a ver Think of like a labyrinth game, but like vertical, where there's a bunch of like holes on the board, and you have a bar going across, you got two joysticks, and when you push one joystick up, you know, the bar goes up on the one side, you push the other one up, it goes up on the other side, so you can push them both up at the same time, or down, or whatever, mm-hmm. and you got to move the ball past these holes and get them in specific holes. That game's really fun. Oh, <laughs> uh, really? Yeah, I I probably pumped about like five dollars into it, and it was like a quarter a play. Oh, wow. But it's like super addicting. Like I I got my highest score that I've gotten s- since I've played it. I've only played it like two or three times before, uh, but it was like twenty three hundred for frame of reference. Uh, the highest recorded score in the game is two
0: million. Oh my! God. <laughs> wow, so you got some quarters to spend. Yeah.
1: So basically, yeah, you you get the ball up. And you got ten holes, and then when you hit ten holes, it restarts. So it starts you back at hole one, and you got to keep going through to get to two million. That's a that's a fucking lot. How I got the, the hole nine, and I got two two thousand. So how
3: how long would is? I'm not familiar with pinball, but how long would a session be where you reach like two million points
1: for for that game? So the way it works, this uh, every time you get a hole, there's like a a, a bonus attached to it. So like if you're on hole one, you get in hole one, you get a hundred points, but there's a, uh, a hundred point bonus that's constantly clicking down. It like, basically like you, if you speed your way through it, you can get extra p- bonus points. So then hole two is worth 200 points and you get 200 bonus points. Hole three is worth 300. You get 300 bonus points, so on and so forth. So you can, I, there's no way to like get like the full bonus points because like you have to get it up to that hole. And that takes time, so normally I'm getting like you know half of whatever the the bonus is. So it took me about mm, five to ten minutes to get the whole nine and get about twenty three hundred points. So you can imagine how long that would take then to get two million.
3: That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> so sustained concentration, you, and, like... and yeah, you're just
1: you're just sitting there and you're just not moving. But like I just was totally like lost in the game, and I'm just wow. like playing it and then they started playing Sweet leaf by Black Sabbath and then I got into rhythm and that was pretty nice. Uh but I think we that we
0: need to do like a King of Kong documentary on you trying to beat that score. Well
1: so there's apparently this game is like super popular and there's not too many in existence. Uh like wow. people people drive around for miles to come to this arcade because that's like the nearest one to them. I looked it up. Do they come
0: from miles around, from the farms and from the town? They might. I don't know. One (laughs) hundred percent.
1: I looked it up. It it cost. If you wanted to get one, it's like seventeen hundred dollars, and I don't think that was like in good working order. So, um, it's attainable, but not. You know, probably not worth it. But I think I think this might be a game that I like. Try to like be really good at. Uh, like Andrea is really good at pinball. Like she, she can get to, once she gets into a groove, like she can get in there and like play the shit out, like taxi and basically anything that was like on that Williams collection that they released for PlayStation three era, uh, for, um, what was it? Pinball arcade. Was that was a, so good. Yeah. They, they did such a great job. Like her, like yeah. she, she, hundred, she platinum that, uh, the PlayStation three game Damn. and yeah. And she was able to use those skills in that game and transfer them to real life pinball. And like, I
0: can see why. Yeah. They were such good recreations of those experiences that, yeah, I can see They had like the, that like They happen. had the
1: correct ball physics and all that stuff. Like everything just yeah. like felt good. And like, yeah, she, she was able to like pick a lot of it up and she got those balls in the Rudy's mouth. <laughs> all the time,
0: yeah. They're they, and they don't they don't offer that anymore, right? Didn't they? They lost they, all the licenses the to fucking Zen yeah. Zen, oh.
1: Zen or no Pinball Effects or Zen Zen Pinball whatever whatever the other one is that has like all the the I
0: think it's Zen yeah is it Zen yeah
1: and they're not as good they're not right they're, they're no, fine they're okay they're fine, but the like life, if, yeah. it feels different like you play right. it it doesn't it doesn't feel right and especially like their original games that they were making like their original boards. They suck. Like they were, yeah. they were just too busy. There's just too much shit going on, and it's like you had no clue what ramps you're supposed to be hitting. Yeah, I don't. I don't like. I don't like their games.
0: So this, but this ice cold beer game, it sounds like a precursor to pinball. Like what led to pinball was like those big kind of games with. With exactly what you're talking about with holes and you're trying to like move the balls around to different holes. Yeah, is it like that or is it actually newer? Like, did they? No, make this it- is
1: like '82, I think. Okay, it's old. It's it's tight- so after the Taito,
0: pin- right? But that, but it's interesting though that it's like in the fashion of the old pre-arcade game or pre-pinball games, but it's post-post like pinball revolution. Yeah. So,
1: huh? Yeah, I didn't, cool. I didn't even think about that.
3: John, even- while you're you're playing pinball, did a creepy private investigator lift up your um, thing and oh, ask yeah. you If where Jimmy Woods is. <laughs>
1: and I yelled, he touched my breast
0: and <laughs> uh, <laughs> a couple of truckers came by and <laughs> <laughs> see how you're rewarded listener for keeping up with the episodes you would <laughs> get the references to the wizard episode. <laughs> um, so if you haven't listened, go back and listen because it's a fun it's a fun episode, but but that's that's cool. I want to hear more. Like as as you're if you're talking about like getting better, like I'd love to hear you check in every now and then and be like, I'm up to forty two thousand. Yeah. Like that kind of well,
1: thing. And like I said, it's like a quarter a play, so I could sit there for hours and just like fucking yeah. dump money into it. And like, I'm only eventually going to get better. So yeah, as of twenty yeah. twenty one, the world record is held by Matthew Ackerman with a score of two million one hundred and sixty thousand
0: points. Um, and what was the one at the lo- the local one? The local what? The local arcade. The one you played.
1: Oh, the high, What their score is? Yeah, oh, they don't have a. They don't have a, a local score. I was just saying, oh. like the over the highest recorded score is that. Gotcha. According to I think it's I think it's on Twin Galaxies, probably.
0: I don't know. Okay, uh, that was like a high board. Oh, no, no, the, they
1: on the they machine. don't they don't have that there. <laughs> I don't. I don't. Know, they don't have it posted. They might have something. Uh, you know, back end or something like that. Uh they do a lot of uh pinball tournaments there too. Oh um, they're actually doing uh the ladies' pinball bells and chimes uh that night.
3: That's so cool. Is there like is there like merch you can get from those and like other things or
1: uh I mean they sell their own shirts for the Logan Arcade and stuff like that. But yeah as far as like other merch not really. I mean the of the indiv- individual like uh pinball tournament stuff they might actually have some stuff. I don't know or like the pinball groups they might have their own stuff uh, but i'm oh, not sure that's so cool though
3: that would that'd yeah. be so fun if you do that you should talk about it on the show that cuz that sounds awesome
1: yeah i will i'll i'm, I'm going to keep yeah. i'm going to keep playing this fucking game cuz it's it's fun as shit and uh i could just focus and not drink too
0: much and play a nice cold beer yeah. Hey. <laughs> yeah i mean okay
1: so th- there's there's a significant drop off here. It goes from t- uh, two million one hundred sixty thousand points at the top, two million eighty seven thousand seventy points, and then rank three is three hundred fifty thousand. I could I could probably
0: get three. Yeah, yeah dude, fuck. Do it, fuck. Do rank four
1: it. is one hundred seventy thousand.
0: Like. Look at that! Hey. That's weird. That is weird. That's
3: wild. Well, well all I, I see I, is a ladder for you to cr- climb, Ron. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think one of
1: the problems is that it's it's hard to come by. There's not many places that have it, so I have an opportunity. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna get on this fucking scoreboard. Yeah,
0: fucking do it. I'm gonna yes. Get on this fucking scoreboard. Yes. <laughs>
2: yes. <laughs>
1: Gotta make do this happen.
0: Done. I love seeing the energy, how it went from, you're like, yeah, I think I could probably do pretty well. I'm like, the more you're like looking into it, looking at the board, you know, you're like, well, I was trying to look at the like, fucking, actually, see you later.
1: I was trying to look I'm at the twin Definitely. galaxy site last night. Cause I was curious as like what the high score is. And I couldn't get it to fucking load last night on my phone. And I'm like, ah, fuck it. Whatever. Now that I'm on a computer, I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh shit, this is actually somewhat attainable. Actually one of, one of my friends, uh, he was going to do, uh, he's super into clacks. That uh, the, like Domino, like falling game that was like big on like Turbo Graphics and uh, Atari Lynx and I think Genesis and stuff like that. It's kind of like a weird like puzzle block game thing. But he was super big on that. And then he looked at like the Twin Galaxy scoreboard, and it's like he's like, I could probably get that. So he's like, he's working on trying to get onto the Twin Galaxy scoreboard and, and like get a oh, high wrong. score. So oh
2: shit, it seems completely
1: attainable. So
0: did you guys ever have those? you'd like buy a domino set as kids and they were like plastic cheap dominoes and they would come with like i just meant like memory unlocked when you said that they would come with some of them that were on like these like plastic oh the domino rally where they're like yeah where they're oh yes yeah because then there was a car involved right yeah like they were like the car would do like a loop and like hit the domino yeah it was like it was like
1: a domino stunt
0: set yeah those were Dump. not
1: great. Yeah, they were bad. They did not really work, yeah. <laughs> a, what a happy
3: intro to a disappointing segment there. <laughs> dominoes, the cars, sucks. <laughs> it's
0: just, it would come with all these dominoes and you wanted to do cool things with them because you see, you know, even when I was a kid, like you see people were like videos of people doing, you know, massive like art pieces basically. Where, like, you hit it and it and it sounds so cool. And you get these little cheap ones that are super light. And so, good 20-30% of the time, when they knock over into the next one, they don't even fall. And you're like, what the fuck? Like, it just didn't... It seemed very cool, but a little, little disappointing. You but, watch um, like the
3: beginning of the third act for V for Vendetta, you know where they hit the thing and like the, the and you're yeah, like yeah, yes, that's gonna be yeah. me! And then reality it's like you have five in a row and you hit the first one and the, the fifth one's still standing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's what turned V into a, a radical, like he was buying cheap dominoes at first and he's
3: like, I can't get it to work!
0: Everyone will pay. I spent
3: all weekend putting out my name in
0: <laughs> dominoes! And <laughs> <laughs> now more like V my, my name is v. Hey
3: Evie, you should walk in the room and see this cool thing I did. Yeah. And he does it and like it only knocks on the first 20 and he's like, oh never mind. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, go, oh we'll no, it's back, it's back. really cool. He's like, no, no, don't look at my face. I gotta put this mask on. <laughs>
0: uh but what have you been playing paul
3: oh i have been playing um one game that we have in common which we can talk about in a bit but also elden ring baby it is a golden lovely time and to be alive right now um (laughs) it is so much fun yeah i am having an absolute friggin' blast i just sort of wrapped up the first area in the game um and Joey was actually i was i was on chat with joey last night i went up like seven levels it was crazy yeah. i beat like um three bosses two major bosses as well um which is awesome and yeah and Joey was hearing my ooh, ooh, yeah, noises <laughs> well i did a thing twice which is bad form um which is um i got both of them down to low health and i was like i think i got them i think i got i think i got this would you never (laughs) say those words out loud and it um fortunately it was okay but uh yeah no it's going really well i'm absolutely loving it um i just opened up into this this beautiful second stage the name of which is escaping it's like lorina of the lakes or whatever and it's just it's gl- gorgeous and there are mountains and hills and valleys and oh it, and like one thing i'll say about this game as opposed to other from software games is like all of their games look cool but this is one that like it looks beautiful and, like, colorful and it's actually, like, scenic and it makes you go, ah, instead of, like, going to a new stage and being like, this is cool, but I'm, like, horrified about, like, what's right. gonna happen to me. Um, so, yeah, I am, oh, man, I'm I'm loving it so much. It is, it is going so great.
0: I, like, hearing you play, like, because I have the game, I haven't played it yet, I'm still playing Chrono Cross, but, like, I'm, I was listening to you, we were just on, like, a shared group chat and PlayStation, playing our own games and hearing it secondhand was just so interesting because you i could tell you were tired because like you get very quiet when you're tired and so you were very quiet for the most part but then you would get in these these boss battles and you'd get a little more talking and you're kind of talking me through some stuff and you're like oh he's, he's trying this i i gotta be careful i'm like oh man oh he he got me he like changed up one of his moves but when you won like your energy level just fucking spiked like you were so and i think That, for me, is, again, like, secondhand Elden Ring, you know, consumer, I guess. That's what it seems like the game is about, is, like, that thrill of, of beating these bosses. And you said you had a bunch of those last night right so
3: yeah no I think that's exactly right um that's like the the huge payoff like when you figure them out and especially when you start with like a really tough boss and like they kill you right away and you just get down a little smidge of their their health and you're like oh fuck but then you keep going and you figure out like their different moves and their phases and like eventually something that seemed impossible you're doing like every single time like you're getting through their first phase right away and you're not even healing Feeling. and like I, I compared it to like the end you get to the point where you're like Neo at the end of the first Matrix movie where Agent Smith is trying to punch him he's like flop 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 He's yeah. <laughs> it's like it's, it's amazing <laughs> and it, it's so it's such yeah an electric high when you get it and then like I love the major bosses because they have like these different well all bosses have different phases but like one of them I fought last night had a crazy middle phase where he accidentally chopped his own arm off and was like ah and then he shot <laughs> it into the neck hole of like a dead dragon and suddenly he had a dead dragon head for an arm and you're like, oh my god <laughs> what what is this and yeah and it's just oh it's incredible so like it, it, it's it's ah oh, it's such an awesome game yeah as he as like that whole process of like figuring out enemies and like overcoming them and like getting that sweet screen like great enemy defeated or whatever it's oh man it is it is fucking awesome yeah oh 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 so good so
0: good. and you were narrating that whole scene you're like oh i think i beat him oh hold hold on oh no oh he chopped his arm off (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh wow! Okay, he's putting his arm in a dead dragon. His arm is now a dead dragon. I was like, "What the fuck is this game?" Like, I I can't wait to play it. It sounds and it reminds me a little bit of like you were you were comparing it to um, Metroid because I've been playing a lot of those and those boss battles. How they're way also waves and how they're impossibly hard at first until you start figuring out the pattern and the rhythm. And it also reminds me of the Valky- Valkyrie fights in God of War, mm. how those were also, like, some of the bosses, some of the Valkyries were pretty easy, like, I would beat them in the first or second. Like, they were challenging a little bit, but, like, manageable. And then some of them were very hard. And then they were the ones in the middle were, like, pretty hard. Like, maybe you'd die once or twice, but, like, you know, but it but it was that same thing of the, the, the hard ones, at least, especially the Queen Valkyrie, like you die in a few seconds and you're like, how the fuck there is no fucking way. And you're like, you know what? I'm just going to try a few more times. And if I can't even like inch down her health, I'm, I'm done. And you try and you inch it down because you start recognizing like weaknesses or points and they might be really tiny, but you're like, they're there. I know they're there. And so you keep trying because you're, if you're like me, you're stubborn and you're like, I know I can fucking do it. I know I can fucking do it. Um, which is going to come back when we talk about the indie games that we played. But, um... <laughs> 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 but yeah, and then so then you it just becomes this it becomes about the accomplishment of like, you know, you can fucking do it. The game's not being unfair. And so it seems so impossible. And then, you know, I, I have those same had those same experiences that you're talking about, Paul, where you get them down and you feel lucky, like because every other time you've only gotten their health down like 30 percent you get them down 230% and you're like they're almost fucking dead i can't believe this but then you start getting too Cocky. excited yes. to yeah yes. and you're like i just need to get a few good hits yes. in if i get a few fucking good hits in they're dead but in that haste in that hubris that's where they're like oh well guess what i only need to get a couple hits in too go, blah, blah. and then
3: and then you're like no nah yeah no. <laughs> it's it's like that thing in rock climbing where right where most accidents happen uh, like on the descent you know when you're you're because you you feel like you've you've gotten there oh yeah oh no but yeah no it's so to- it's totally that yeah and you become so wild you know when <laughs> you're like i literally just need to hit you one more time right and it's oh yeah uh i had that one of the One of the bosses I was fighting last night, I was telling you about it, Joey. But like, I had that every single time where he was like, he was like a formidable boss, and he had a he had a shield, so he was good defensively too. So you had to really like time your moves. But um, I kept getting it over and over again. Where yeah, it was literally that thing. I'm like, if I hit this guy twice, done. And I just every single time, no, no, no. (laughs) And then eventually.
1: There's a boss fight in Control that's like that where you, you you have to learn the patterns and you have to get them 100% or, or you're just fucked because it, it can waste you in like two, two good hits pretty much. And I was on that fight for like three days, <laughs> like playing, like trying to play like, you know, like an hour at a time, like, nope, I can't do this. And it plus it was just like. It's like if there's three waves too,
0: so like it was always a oh, third wave okay. that would fuck me over.
1: Boss fights like that suck. <laughs> <laughs> it's the fucking worst. But,
0: but they're the best when you beat them, you know, because then it's like you really feel good at something for the first time in your life. Well, exactly. <laughs> 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 but no, Paul, it goes into something you were mentioning last night of like the psychology of it because yeah. I and and I hate that your brain works that way that you can't sometimes overcome the psychology part of it where you fight this boss. And if you were very kind of calm about it, you could probably figure these things out very logically and pretty quickly beat the boss. But because you have all of these like emotions and these feelings and you're getting frustrated and angry and you're mad at the game and then you're mad at yourself, like that stuff gets in the way and you can't fucking stop it. And like there have been times where I fight like a boss and just like that and I'm, so frustrated and annoyed and i'm like it seems impossible but i also i know that it's not because i know i can i can see the patterns i can see what i'm supposed to do i just keep making stupid mistakes and then i go to sleep yeah and i wake up and i play it again and like i'll beat it on the first fucking try (laughs) because as you were saying paul sometimes you go in and you're like i don't care like i'm just i'm just gonna fuck around i know i'm gonna lose so i'm just gonna play it and just see what happens and you fucking beat it because you're not saddled by all of that like anxiety and self-imposed pressure of like i have to do it i have to beat it so that's super and i I don't know if they've ever done if anyone's done studies on that but i want to look into that because it's interesting but and then how do you tap into that and is that what professional gamers do are they able to like set that stuff aside and like how you know
3: i think so well and they um i mean watching people who stream um like from software games like professionally they'll do runs where they'll go through the entire game, you know, in every from software game and not get hit once, which is like yeah. fucking unbelievable, but that's how comfortable they are and like how well they know. And it's the same way we were talking about pinball, right? Like scoring 2 million points. If you, if you set yourself out to just do that, like, and go in and like, that's your goal. Um, how horrifying is that? Like one mistake, one in that uh-huh. whole run, but like, the 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 slow satisfaction of like building your way towards that, which like you can you can do that in a big way, like those no hit runs with like a from software game, but you can also do that in a micro way with like bosses, right? Like just slowly getting 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 through each phase and like getting to that point where you're like, yes, yeah no, I did it. Yeah. And like, yeah, no, it is it, it is super satisfying and i yeah i i love it and i love getting in the rhythm of it and weirdly enough i think what helped me a lot last night because i did a lot in quick succession like right away was like yeah maybe being on with you or something and just like being in a relaxed state where i'm just like talking and like hanging out you know instead of like sometimes maybe when i'm alone i'm like oh, you know? right
0: <laughs> and i i felt that with halo i mean we haven't played halo in a while but like when we We would get these challenges uh, to do to play. Oh, God, what is it called when you play the weeklies? Oh, free for all free for all slayer slayer. And I'm like, I haven't played this and I'm probably going to fucking suck. So I'm just going to go in and it's cumulative. So I just need to get a certain amount of kills, whatever. I'm just going to go in. And I was winning. I was like winning by a lot. Like my first few free for all matches were like 25 to 17, 25 to four. I was like crushing it. and I'm like, am I better than I think? But no, it was because I was going in and not putting any pressure on myself because then later when I'd get a challenge, I'm like, all right, I'm going in, but I have to be good. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I was winning before and then I put this and then I'm losing and I'm getting frustrated and it's making me lose more. And that would happen when we played as a team, too, where it's like sometimes a match just felt good or I just didn't care and I would do great. And Mm -hmm. then I would be like, we got to win this because someone has a challenge where we have to win these fucking flag matches or whatever. So. I got to perform, I got to do good, and I wouldn't do well. Like, and, and then you uh, see tab
1: score and it's like 82 to yeah. 2.
0: <laughs> right. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? How do you do it? Well, I'm thinking of that night where we needed
3: literally one more win um, yes. in whatever mode and we played for hours
0: <laughs> hours
3: hours one more hours win, <laughs> one more win
0: because yeah, yeah. Exactly.
2: Yeah, i
0: think we both have that stubborn streak yeah. where it's like well no we're not fucking giving up there's yes. only one win like let's just do it so but
3: because we we're trying to force it too much and we weren't being like eh playful with it we were being like one right win, you know? yeah <laughs> come on
0: we gotta do, gotta do. Yeah. and the thing is is like we don't pressure each other it's we no, pressure it's ourselves. ourselves it's not yeah. like come on paul <laughs> whereas like i feel like maybe if you were if you pressured me maybe i'd do better i don't know maybe i'd do worse because uh, i like, don't know right well, now paul's pressuring me
3: i don't know though that's yeah i <laughs> i don't know if that's the kind of recreation i want where we're doing that to one another <laughs>
2: it's well, better try it hey, the, <laughs> same, the, do the same thing
1: happened with the gta heist too we were yeah. failing that one constantly, 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 and then like two tries the next day and we got it. Yeah. So. Yeah.
3: No, we we'll work talk well. More. We work well, by the way, together. Um yeah,
1: I, think, I, think, I think it's I think it's going good. Yeah. Communication yeah, is yeah, key.
0: Yeah. And we'll talk more about that. Um before we get there, let me talk about Chrono Cross, because no. nope. I I nope. Gla- I nope. glazed over it last time. I am not gonna week. let you do I'm it. Fucking I'm cutting you off. I'm muting you right now. <laughs> I we were like running tight on time last week and I was like, I don't want to, but I want to talk about it more this week because I've beaten it once. I'm part way through the second playthrough. So my goal is to get platinum on this thing because it's the sequel to my favorite game of all time and a great game in its own right. I do love it. It's not to the level of Chrono Trigger in my mind, but it's such a good, such a fun game. It has such a good soundtrack. The, the art, so the way I understand the art, um, because I was a little bit like, the art looks weird in a way, like the backgrounds in particular, the way that they've been up number one, they have been up which is great, they look really good, but I'm like, there's something kind of off about it. What I found out was that they lost the files for most of their background art. They saved so over them. They, they saved over them. Yeah. They were like, oh, I got to do something with these porn parodies. Um, and <laughs> so, what they did was they used so a lot of photo software now, photo manipulation software has AI up resing, oh, which okay. is one of the reasons. So, they did that, which basically uses AI algorithms to fill in color and texture and things like that. So, I think that's why it looks good and crisp, but also a little artistic which i don't know how to i i would love for someone who hasn't played it to play it that i know to talk about it because like on the one hand it looks a little a little neo classic in the sense that it's like it looks like an artistic representation like a lot of new indie games do but on the other hand it looks a little it's hard to tell where things are on the screen so even me having played it many times many many years ago it's been a long time but like i played it many times and i'll go into a screen and i'll be like wow this looks really cool and then i'm like where what am i supposed to do how do i interact with things where do i walk off the screen and i think in part it's because again like this was art that was designed for a crt tv and that has now been like ai you know a lot of these colors and stuff have been like ai filled in so that probably muddies some of it but well and
1: also it's going from uh four by three to a widescreen screen too so that probably changed. No, it's
0: it's still four by three. Oh, really? They kept it four by three. Yeah, they kept it four because to to do widescreen, they would have had to have artists come in and like fill in oh, art that's yeah, not there. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's still four by three, but it but it, it I don't notice it. Like a lot of times when they when you want when you are playing an old game like that, like through a emulator or through um through like a streaming service like PlayStation Now. I am distracted initially at least by like, Oh, but I think because I played this game so many times in four by three, Oh, black
2: bars.
0: (laughs) But yeah, I, the, the trophies are still sort of stubborn, but like, I think I have like, let me, let me check real quick. What, what, how many play, how many playthroughs for the platinum? Oh man, that's a hard question to answer. You need at least three full playthroughs to get all the characters. And then probably like a fourth partial playthrough to get the endings or mostly a full playthrough because the endings, what you can do is the endings to to get the different endings. You have to fight the final boss at different points in the game. So your fourth playthrough could be you save it at the point where you need to go fight the final boss. You fight the final boss and then reload that save Mm -hmm. and then keep playing the game to the next point. Save's coming. Save. Yeah. So I think. Four-ish. Four-ish full playthroughs. Um, and I have fifty-one percent of the trophies now. There are still thirty-eight available. Most of those are like endings, so or at least nine of them are endings, so actually that's not most of them. That's a lot. Or no, thirty-eight total available. Never mind. I'm reading that wrong. So fifteen left. Nine endings and then six. A couple of them are like tech oriented and stuff. But yeah, I am loving it. Um the cast of characters as I said is just insane. But some of them it's it's interesting because they all have their backstories. And like I mentioned one character named Skelly who's a skeleton that used to be a clown. Um and to get him you have to go collect different parts of his bones. So you find find his skull first and his skull talks to you and he's like, "Hey, can you uh help me out, buddy?" because every character has their own like accent too which is kind of cool. And what I found out about that was, which is interesting is they didn't write out all the accents. They actually made a filter where it applies certain like linguistic variables to the language. So you just write out the thing, apply the filter and it automatically changes the language. So like the one character is a dog and it speaks with a lisp. So at the end of those words that would have a lisp, it just adds the lisp to the language. So it's, and that was to save space so you didn't have to have all these unique characters and write all this unique stuff you just write the the dialogue so in theory if you applied that same sentence of like i'm gonna go to the store you could no matter which character said it it would automatically apply their like accent which is really cool Mm. but um but no skelly actually has like a really sad backstory he looks ridiculous because you find the skull and he has like clown makeup on the skull and like a clown little clown cap and everything and a little clown like the little neck ruffle thing and you're like this is fucking weird Uh, but you go around and you find and every bone that he you find you like you find his like angry scapula i think is one of them he'll he'll get a part of his memory back and he's like oh that's right i used to have kind of a temper and and then you find like his like ribs or something and he's like oh yeah i used to be have a really good you know i I had i was in shape and i was i think i was like an acrobat or something like that and then, which it's like, and at one point he's like, I think I was a clown. Like, no fucking doubt, But the missing you... I wonder what those are for.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway. After Dark. That'll be an After dark, dark episode. After yeah. Dark, yeah. <laughs> uh, but no, he... So, if you go to this one town and you go into... Because it's an RPG, so you go into, like, these houses and stuff. And you talk to this old woman. She's like, oh, I had a son. Named Skelly, which that's okay. Come on, man. His name is Skelly before he dies, and he's a skeleton. A little, a little too. It's like you, I think you manifested that grandma a little creepy, yeah, yeah. But she, but she's an old woman, and she's like, Oh, I miss my grandson. Like, he left, and I haven't heard from him. Well, when you, and you kind of get a sense that maybe it's him. And so, you, when you finish his skeleton, he leaves, and he's like, I'm going home. So, then if you go to her house later, he's there, and he's like, grandma and she's a kind of she can't see very well so she just hears his voice and she's like is that my grandson and they have this like tearful reunion um and he's so happy because again he was like killed and dead and everything but uh and then you can go back and talk to him and he's like i'll join your party but i it's weirdly like a little it's kind of touching so a lot of like things like that the combat system is so cool i don't know if i went into detail about it before but It's set up such that you don't have to grind. So a lot of RPGs at that point, you know, to get ready for a boss, you have to go grind out a bunch of stuff. But in this game, your level is based on the bosses that you beat. So every boss that you beat, you get a star level. And so beating smaller enemies doesn't really matter. So you can avoid them. They're not random battles. So you can just walk around most of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it doesn't matter that you fight them. If you do end up getting in a fight, you can flee if you want. Uh, Because after after you beat a boss the immediately ensuing battles will give you slight stat bonuses, but not enough to like incentivize grinding. So that's been really good. I've been able to avoid a lot of combat. Um, yeah, it's a beautiful game. It's fun. Like I said, the music's great and I love it.
3: Oh, this is amazing. Cause you were really yeah. looking forward to this and I'm, I'm so glad that it's, it's living up to your expectations and exceeding them in, in a lot of ways too.
0: Yeah, I was worried because it's, it's such it's an old PS1 RPG and those don't historically age very well. And so I was a little worried. I was like, what if I start playing and I hate it and I really want to get the platinum and I'm going to like I, I wouldn't hate it. But like, what if it just felt its age? You know, that's bad enough. That's like sometimes damning enough. I've tried to play Final Fantasy VIII twice and it feels its age. And so I'm like, oh, man, the music is great and I love the story and I want to keep playing. And granted, that one also has some of the quality of life stuff that Chrono Cross has where you can speed up gameplay, you can turn off combat and stuff, but I don't want to play it like that. Right. I want to pl- play it like I did when I was 18 years old, you know, and and so, but, but the thing is, I feel like I am after playing Chrono Cross, I'm like inspired to because I'm like, now that I've played this old PS1 RPG, maybe I'm going to be more, you know, willing to overlook some of that jank that comes with playing an old ps1 rpg so that's on my list of games to play which by the way we have an upcoming episode where we're going to talk about our summer playlists which i'm and that was part of the thing was i was starting to think about what games am i going to play this summer and i was like final fantasy VIII's on the list and i'm like oh i have a list i bet you guys do too so we're going to have a summer playlist episode coming up which is going to be fun but let's talk about gta so yeah the humane labs raid is the one we just did and that stealth mission can go get fucked
3: yeah oh
0: geez. you have no right putting a stealth mission in your games rockstar your stealth fucking sucks well especially too especially
1: too when it's not super clear what you need to do or where to go or like right. there's a lot of the stuff just like if if it, if he's telling you what to do a lot of it gets lost because, uh-huh. like, he only does it once, and then that's it. And it's like, you're in a rush to, like, get out or do something. And it's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do? Like, the first time we, like, got through, like, okay, we got 30 seconds. So let's, let's get the fuck out of here. And he vaguely said something about, like, you need to get out stealthily so they, don't, they won't recognize that, like, if you go out that way. And then we just ran out the door, and it's like, oh, you failed because you got spotted by CCTV. Oh, we're supposed to take the van and leave. Because they won't recognize the van leaving and think that that's something.
0: And the van is the only car you can get into, though. There's two SUVs there, but you try to get in and they're locked. So it's like, you know, thanks for telling us. And some of it's confusing, too. And it makes me think that they had a different idea in mind. Because at one point early on, they say, only take out the guards that you have to. Or the guards that are in your way. That's what they say. And so when you see all these dots. Pretty much all of them you're like there must be multiple ways through this like maybe there's like a really direct route no you have to follow the line of guards you have to take every single one of them except, except for a- except one, that
1: one because you can't see him and he can't see you right. so it doesn't matter
0: but like so they they're like we got to put one guy in there otherwise <laughs> it's gonna that'll be a lie so
1: i mean they could have put uh, more guards down on the other side and all that stuff like Make you think you have to go a different way or something like that. Like, but kinda, I bet
0: they did that and play tested it, and people were confused because they were trying to go yeah. other ways. Yeah, and and like, why do I keep they getting can o- They
1: can only go the one way, right? Yeah,
0: fuck, And Yeah, fuck. and the stealth. You you crouch. You like arch your back in a thirty degree angle, and that's the stealth crouch. Like, really? Come on.
3: I will say though, I really did feel like um and i don't think this is the game's intention but like it did bring us together like how tough that was (laughs) like when eventually we were doing it i was like wow look at us go like bam two of them two of them two of them yeah
1: especially yeah that last time we just fucking nailed it we still had like five minutes left on that 15 minute timer and it's like fucking got this all right let's go Stop. Yeah, and I was stop by the fucking truck. around this time, like. <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, because that the second to last one was painful because we actually did do it, but then we had to run back, take it, and then run out, and then I
1: realized they were yeah. supposed to take the truck and then fail it. Yeah. Right. Right.
3: Yeah. Oh, that was a heartbreaker. And then, yeah, that,
1: it's like what is it? It's like a 17 minute timer or something like that. So we were we we're at it for fucking 17 minutes, pretty much, and fucking failed it. That was a fucking yeah, because.
0: And we weren't wasting a lot of time. Like, we went straight to the gate, wait for the guy to turn, took him out, went around the corner, took those guys out. Like, we could have probably skimmed a minute off, but, like, we were going straight to it. Like, there was not a lot of fucking around. so they don't give you a lot of time. So that mission sucked. But overall, like, the next mission I thought went really well, um, and the, the heist itself, you know, we failed a few times. Most of the time, it's just, like, little small it's either that the game is not communicating what you're supposed to do, especially like when you get into a place and there's just a bunch of guys shooting at you, you know, and that the directions are unclear. Oh, you're supposed to clear it's the area. It's easy to die. <laughs> clear? To clear,
3: clear the area.
0: Pretend to be a prisoner. Clear the
3: area. We were, no, that's, you know, I will say about the heist itself, though, these have such incredible replay value because I get the impression that your, yeah, your journey through that was like totally different from like what me and Ron were doing. Um, I
1: mean, yeah, we were just you know, we were just sitting in a helicopter, just fucking shooting other helicopters out of the sky and shooting dudes. It's like, yeah, surprisingly, I was able to dodge missiles left and yes. right and be okay. And it's like you guys skip down like, "Come on, guys, let's do it." Tab was yeah. pulling their shoot in the wrong spot, and
0: <laughs> <laughs> I ran into a fucking. I didn't die, but I ran. So like. You have to parachute. So two of the players parachute into this base. So you set off an EMP so the base goes dark. And then two players have to parachute down and break in through the docks. And so me and Tab were the parachuters. And the first time, I think, Tab landed outside of the fence. Mm-hmm. And then the second time, I don't know. I don't know. if Oh, Tab didn't open their chute, no, right? they opened the chute. They hit the And then button. they hit
1: triangle again and got out of their chute.
0: <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> And then i just so dumb die, that you I, could do. Yeah. I landed two times really well. I'm like, Damn, I'm a master of landing parachutes. And then the third time, you're going really fast. And so I went a little too close to that light pole and just fucking hit it and was just end over end flipping. There goes all the armor that I bought. Uh.
3: <laughs> oh well one thing that we noticed that was really cool, Ron, you pointed this out, is when the EMP goes up, it doesn't just like Take out all the lights in the base, like the entire coast, like all the lights go out, which is yeah. You just see, like,
1: all you just see everything go dark, even like the cars, like everything's just dead. That's pretty sweet. That game looks really good.
0: They did, they did good.
1: Like, I really wish I had like a super high end PC so I could like play it on Ultra and see how good it looks.
0: But I also love that in that mission. So, after you go through the labs, which is what we had the most trouble with, just shooting our way through the labs because it's so fucking hard to go through your menu to put armor on rockstar thank you very much (laughs) but we get through there and then we have to like scuba dive out of there which was actually pretty fun it was a little scary because again the first time you do it there's a lot of trial and error in these things it's not like you have a lot of practice scuba diving outside of that but we made it they had we had enough rebreathers but we get out and we go out into the water and it's like it gives us a marker on this little beach and it's like, wait, you know, go there and wait for the, the helicopters. And Ron's coming down. And he's like, is it, are you sure this is where we're supposed to meet? Because this beach is like this little angled piece of sand. And it's like just Not enough meant. room for the helicopter. Yeah. Like, and you slammed it down that first time. I was like, oh, God, we're about to fail right at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody what? gets
1: buzzed. Yeah, And, and then <laughs> I'm like, okay, good. We got you guys. We're good. It's over. And then it's not over. There's four more right. helicopters yeah. that are going to start shooting at us. Yeah.
3: That was thrilling, though, when, yeah, like you and Tab were on, like, the miniguns. I was on, like, the big gun. Ron was, like, flying us around like that. It was scary because yeah. it's, like, it's all down to this. We're and right. we're yep. smoking a little. But, like, we did it. Oh, that was so good. Yeah.
0: That's why I'm so glad we finally got to do these. That's what I was hoping that they would be. They're a little bit sloppier than I was thinking they would be, but like the amount of like stuff that could go wrong and how they just throw something at you. And I love, and like you said, the replay value, I would love for you guys to go through the lab and do the scuba diving and stuff like that. Like, it sounds like that's the more dynamic route. Yeah. Um, I, I love flying. So I would love to to do the helicopter part too. Although it does sound stressful that they keep throwing. I still think that we should make Paul and tab fly. I think you guys should. Like, we need to get you guys practiced up because, like, I think you, you guys are good video game players. So I think you'll be good at it. It's just we, Ron and I, have a lot more practice because we did. We played. There's it. a flight school that you can go through in the online version, and it like teaches you little stuff. So, yeah, no, we, I, we've, I we've
1: been totally playing this it. game on two generations. So <laughs> <laughs> well, three, three, yeah, three, uh, three yeah, now. sorry, yeah. three.
3: <laughs> so that's wild. Jeez. It's wild that it looks that good for. Yeah. that old. It's a testament to Rockstar's engine, though.
0: um uh. yeah. and even better now. Like watching when we were doing this, the one where we were, we have to go steal drugs from a ship. The way that the sun was reflecting off the water, I was like, "Fuck, that the, does not look
1: like." The waves look like neater too. Like they just yeah. look like more gnarly than they did before. I don't know if they actually. And I get spoiled
0: from Rockstar games because then I play other games where I'm like, like even Horizon Forbidden West. I'm like, this game's beautiful. This game's amazing. And I look at the water and I'm like, mm, it's no Red Dead Two. Like <laughs> one small little thing, and I'm I'm just spoiled. But
3: can I also add that um, that that mission we did where we were stealing the jets? It was amazing because right up until then we were joking about like them playing Kenny Loggins, and then they did play Kenny Loggins and at then the de- end. De- yeah. Oh de- man! De- yeah, and of course so I, I
1: I missed it because I had my music turned off.
0: <laughs> no run! But that was another cool part because we we were not sure we were like all right who's gonna fly and we're like all right ron ron's gonna fly the the plane and i was like thinking i'm like but if ron flies the plane how are we supposed to get off i was like are we all supposed to fucking fly and of course tab and paul were like oh god oh no <laughs> especially because it's the jets which are notoriously finicky and hard to control but we did it we all fucking yeah. jumped in a plane i cr- i got shot out of the sky at one point so i had to parachute down no i didn't get shot out i'm gonna an- i'm a dumbass i fucking I jumped out of my own plane on accident because I was like, "How do I switch weapons?" Guess what? It's not fucking triangle. <laughs> Let me just pro tip. And so I fucking jump out of my own plane. I parachute back to the boat and get another plane. And we all we all yeah took off and and got out of there. That was a really fun one.
1: Yeah, that was so that was, that was really good. good. I enjoyed that. Yeah. I can't wait to get into more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're
3: awesome.
0: Yeah, so more more stories in the future. But for now, let's get to the indie swap so
1: i'm going to take a quick break i got to go feed the cats so i figured right. this is probably a good time to do that so i will be back go feed in those a minute fucking cats Hey, folks, the Alabama State Fair is back at the Verizon Wireless Music Center in Pelham, August 27th through September 6th.
3: Come ride the rides. Eat your favorite food just the way you like it, deep-fried and served on a stick. See some fantastic shows, Vegas-style thrill shows. Hey, youngins, come on over here and bottle-feed these cute little fuzzy baby farm animals. You can impress your friends with knowing how to milk something in our interactive dairy farm. There's an exotic petting zoo, motorcycle stunt show, and Monkeys Riding Dogs. All the shows are included in the price of admission, and every day is ride wristband day for big savings. Buy a $10 VIP pass and get into the fair every day. What a deal. Come on out to the Alabama State Fair at the Verizon Wireless Music Center in Pellum, August 27th through September 6th. Visit alstatefair.com, alstatefair.com for more information.
1: Monkeys Riding Dogs.
0: All right, all right, let's. Uh, speaking of big dicks. Speaking let's of big all, dicks. Get back big on. Big <laughs> dicks. People come from
3: miles around. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the funny thing is, like, we didn't have a good cut point for that break. So yeah, it's did. literally just going to start with well, you said I'm going to go take a break I have the cats. There's, uh, there's, and there's, we don't have like a commercial. Oh, I mean, I can. So it's just going to go from that to just, speaking of big dicks. Just,
1: you should just like, you should just cut that er, ee, er, ee, er, ee, and, then, and then just go right into
0: speaking of big dicks. <laughs>
1: dicks.
3: Monkey is riding dogs. Monkey is riding
0: dogs. <laughs> Monkey is riding. No, you know what? I'm not even going to finish that. I'm not going to finish that. <laughs> well, I thought the dogs, dogs was
3: implied. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Speaking we'll of big period. dogs.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> so last week we did. The indie roulette—we don't have a name for it—but we spun a wheel. It's, it's still just call it indie swap. swap. It's yeah. fine. We just did it indie a different swap. way. Yeah. That's all. Yeah. So we we each had three games, uh, put them in a pot, picked out a game for each other to play, and we ended up with Paul playing Ron's pick, art school. Me also playing Ron's pick, ridiculous glitching, and then Ron play Ron playing Paul's pick. Someone stole my lunch, so. Let's talk about them. Does anyone want to go? Anyone jump? I'm ready to talk about mine, but anyone want to want to jump in? Should we? Me? Should we rule at it? Yeah, let's let's, oh, let's get this wheel. Oh, let's, let's get, get as, as many spins come. out of this wheel. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I gotta find this fucking. Let's overdo can. it. Like every time we're like, we have three news articles. We're like, put it on the wheel. Put it on the wheel. Let's first. see. If we, let's see if we talk. And about the listeners it. like, yes. I don't fucking care. Just uh, pick one. And we're like, no, no, no. We're really
1: bad. Yes. We're super indecisive. We're all introverts, yeah. and this is just really bad.
0: Yeah, I, I mean, I don't care what everyone you want to talk these about. These three them.
3: introverts are about to show you how to spin the wheel. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> the
0: wheel of indecision. Yes. Uh, okay, let's delete all these.
3: I, things. for real, might have this on my computer for when Jacqueline and I are trying to figure out what to have for dinner. It is like... <laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah, I used to have an app on my phone for like when, when my ex and I would be like, what do you want? Because that's part of the problem, too, is when you're a pretty laid back person... When you say I don't really care, sometimes you genuinely mean that. Like there are people that will say that and they don't mean that. They mean I want you to say these three places that I want, and then if you do, I'll be excited, and if you don't, I'll be like. Mm. Um, but there are people like us who are genuinely like I I could I could really eat anywhere. Like I'm. Let's just do it, you know. And so Andrea and I fight about makes that a lot. It, it makes so. it hard.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, ready? Let's see who's going. Here we first? go. I'm pink. Spin, spin, spin sit and spin joey pink paul is blue joey you're talking you're talking first oh yeah motherfucker
0: so i played this game that ron so ron you said you played a little bit of it i I played
1: a little bit of it when i when i got it in i can't remember if i i can't remember if it was a part i think it was part of a bundle i think i played a little bit of it i heard about it somewhere else i'm like i want to check this thing out so yeah i played a little bit of it and i didn't Get very far because I think I tried to play it also like super late at night. I'm like, this is fun but frustrating. <laughs> so,
0: yeah, I'll, we'll we'll post links. We posted links last week, but we'll post links this week again to the games that we played. Um, but I have it up on Itchio now. It's on Itchio. It's on a bunch of platforms. I think you can even play it in your browser. But it's by Firepunched. Is the I think it's just like a lot of indie studios, quote unquote. It's just one dude. I'm pretty sure. I believe it is. Uh, it was made for an indie jam that was specifically meant to uh, called uh, flappy jam where it was meant to be to to quote unquote make a hard almost unplayable game
2: and many (laughs) of them i
0: think were based on flappy bird so if you're familiar with flappy bird it's a game that came out for ios where you are just this little bird and the only mechanic of the game is tapping the screen to flap your wings, and every time you you tap it you go a little bit up. And then you are constantly moving forward, so you don't have any control over the motion. The screen is just scrolling from right to left, and there are these pipes on the bottom and the top of the screen, like Mario Brothers pipes, and you basically just have to go through the pipes. Just go through the opening, and every set of pipes that you go through is one point or one level. And it's super simple in terms of Again, the mechanics, the interaction, what you're doing and the concept, but it's really fucking hard because it takes like you don't have a lot of control. You tap to like do one one little bit of kind of floating, but you don't really control the direction or anything like that. You just have to kind of keep tapping and floating through these things and it's very hard to actually be good at There
1: is a little bit of control, like if you press it a little bit longer, you'll float a little bit higher. But yeah. obviously if you do that, you know, too much, then you might also, the collision detection on it is really precise. Like if right. you just tap the edge of the pipe, it game's over. Like, yep.
0: Yeah. Game's over. And you start back again at zero. And so it's it made it was huge at the time. It was a free-to-play game. And it just became this kind of phenomenon. And it was eventually kinda, taken kinda out of like the Orl, creator.
1: Where it just kind of came out of nowhere and just yeah. took everything over.
0: Uh I, yeah, it's an, a simple shared concept. And I think it got taken down because it used uh
1: assets from Mario Brothers. I think that's why it have, I don't think so. I think that's originally think why it got taken down. For Flappy
3: Bird? For Flappy Bird. Yeah, no. I thought the, the creator got upset and took it down. Yeah. Uh,
0: yeah, he it was a free to play game, so I don't think um I don't think it was and I from what I understand there was no like report about Nintendo maybe, being Maybe not. I thought upset. I thought
1: there was some sort of cease and desist going on with it too
0: the creator pulled it and said that he had gotten upset that it got so big and was like, he wasn't expecting it to be that big. And people were complaining about it being addicting and everything mm-hmm. and being a time waster. And so he said, my intention was just to make a fun, silly game. It was more of a kind of like a practice thing. So maybe there was a season to des- maybe he was worried about that. Yeah, that's, that's not what he said though.
3: <laughs> yeah, maybe that was looming. You know, as well, yeah. And that was something he was concerned about.
0: Yeah. Um, but this game, Ridiculous Glitching, is based off that same premise. So instead of being a little bird, you are Pac Man, or Pac Man with like little eyes on the top. But basically, you're Pac Man. Um, you're the same mechanic. So you tap to make Pac Man kind of flap, not really flap, but like bounce a little bit, um, perpetually moving world from right to left. But instead of pipes, there are these floating walls that are called paywalls so at first they're all static but they're sort of randomly placed throughout the level and you have to move your way over and around and under them and same sort of thing you touch any pixel on them and you're dead game over in addition to these floating barriers though there are pac-man ghosts that are flying at the top and the bottom of the screen. And similar, similarly to Pac-Man, you can get a power up, which is a little floating rainbow orb, and it will turn them, not all of them, which I found out very quickly, but some of them, it'll make them edible. And so in this game, instead of getting points for missing a barrier, you get points for collecting cherries, which are floating randomly on the screen or eating the ghost. And if you eat a ghost, it's worth three points. So it seems like such a simple concept, but it's a little bit more complex because When you start getting your points up there, you start getting these cherries, you start getting that, you start getting kind of greedy because if you get one of these pellets, you can eat some ghosts, but the ghosts are flying over and under each other and like at varying speeds. So it's not like you can just get the pellet and go fly up into where the ghosts are and eat a bunch of ghosts because there might be one that's not, that hasn't turned that you you're going to touch it and you're going to get killed. So it could you could very easily get your score up there by eating a bunch of ghosts, but it's it makes it's more risky. Everything is super colorful. The black the background is black. The borders of the screen are also hard to determine because it's all glitchy. So if you read the description on the on the page, they keep saying glitchy, glitches, glitchy. Like that's a big part of it. And the the borders of the screen are just made up of like glitched code, like letters and numbers, little sequences and things like that. But the art style is so colorful and vibrant that like immediately I was like, damn, this looks so good. Like it has those really bright, vivid colors from old arcade games and they're all, I know it looks glitchy, but it looks also sort of artistic. I don't know how to describe it. It's just very visually appealing to me.
1: Organized chaos.
0: Yeah, that's a good way to put it. But yeah, so you're, you're moving along the screen. And there are these candy machines that are hanging down. These like little gumball machines that are called the glitches. And at the beginning of the game, it says stay out of the glitch. When you hit one of these, it tilts the screen. (laughs) at Like almost like an over the shoulder view. Not quite, but it's like at an angle. And so it's still going. The screen is still moving. You still have to keep flapping and avoiding things. But the screen is temporarily at an angle for like three to five seconds. And then... There are also sort of levels, so you'll hit a wall eventually, and when you hit that wall and you have to hit that wall, gravity reverses, so now when you tap, you're not bouncing up, you're bouncing down, and everything is, again, the same, like you're still supposed to be collecting cherries, and once you get to the end of that like level, there's another wall, and you hit, and the gravity goes back to normal, and there are pieces of candy Uh, Two pieces of candy, I think, meant to make make it easier to hit. But when you grab that piece of candy, your score is doubled. And then the platforms are suddenly shaped slightly differently. So in the second level, the platforms are now not just straight lines. Some of them are X's. So it's a little bit more chaotic, a little bit more full or like crowded. Um, And then you go through that. And if you survive that, there's another wall. You hit gravity reverses. You have to make it through that level again. You get to the end and there's another multiplier. This time it triples your score. So then you grab that and you're like, great, awesome. And then that level has now the X's and the static platforms and then platforms that are spinning or moving. I haven't gotten past that, <laughs> <at> that point. <laughs> I'm assuming it just keeps getting more and more crazy. But the music is amazing. Like when the s- your screen loaded up, I was like, damn, like this is Ron's kind of game. Like Ron, you like a lot of like, chiptunes and that really kind of like dirty synthetic sound of like you know people taking old um arcade and classic game sounds and just making them more contemporary so on the one hand i'm like damn this music is fucking awesome on the other hand i played it for fucking four hours straight (laughs) and i do wish they had a dr mario style thing where you can choose a few different tracks because after a while i was like this music is amazing I kind of wanted to change it up a little bit. <laughs> so I wish the soundtrack was a little bit more varied, but the sound, the, the the music, the music does change. I can't tell if it's contextual though. I don't know if like something I'm doing, like on the one hand, I know that it is like when you do the when you go into the, the part where it reverses the gravity, the music gets like a little bit more muted at first and kind of echoey. And then it transitions back into the normal sound, but yeah, it's fucking crazy. It is very hard, but it, I I sort of previewed earlier how I feel about it because I was stubborn because I most of the time when I died, it was my fault. I knew and not not most of the time, every time, every time I died, I was like, I got too greedy. I really wanted to because you start thinking in terms like strategically, you're like, okay, I'm going through here. And if I'm just worried about survival and not hitting things, I can get pretty far. But by the time I get to the reversal part, which, weirdly enough, I actually did not find that hard. It threw me off at first because I didn't know what was happening. But after realizing that it's reversed, I actually found that part kind of easy. But when you get to the end and you double, you get the double score candy, then I'm like, well, fuck. Like, it's all, it's, oh, God, it's exponential, right? So if you get a low score to get that double score, then you're going to triple your score, quadruple your score, etc., And if you don't have a good base score, your score is going to ultimately be pretty low. So then I start worrying about, I can't just survive. I got to get these fucking cherries. I got to get these pellets. I got to get these ghosts. And so I'm trying harder to get those things, which means I'm dying more because I'm taking more risks, but I'm getting better every time. And so I'm like getting scores of like, at first, when I first started playing, I'm like, I'm just going to get a score of 50 because this is really fucking hard. Like 50 will be fine. But then... When I realize that it doubles it, and like triples it, I'm like, "Oh man, I got you know, I got a score of like 80. Damn! Like, okay, so I'm gonna get a hundred. I'm a score of a hundred's good. And then, of course, I get re- pretty far and I triple it, and I'm like, "Oh, I got 142. Oh my god! Like that's, but that's nothing. I know I can do better. And so I got to the point where I was like, "All right, 200 has to be the cutoff. I've been playing this for three hours straight. I have a fucking migraine. I don't think it was because of the game. Let me let me be fair to the game. I think it was just." I was already sort of having migraine symptoms, but maybe staring at the game and being like, i fucking do it didn't help. <laughs> but um, but I was like, no, I have to fucking, I know I can fucking do this. So I, I'm i like, 200 is going to be that I have to do 200. I got to 197 and I was stuck there. And I think it was because of what we talked about. I was like, I'm so fucking close and I know I can do it. And I still now I'm like, I can fucking do it. I can get 400. I can get a thousand. Like, I know I can fucking do it that I was making more and more mistakes. Also, the game is a little antagonistic. If you if you die, which I did many times, embarrassingly, if you die by hitting like one of the first barriers without getting any points, there's this weird muted voice in the background that says something like, you play like a chicken. <laughs> and I'm like, what? How is that playing like a chicken? I took on that barrier head on. I didn't move. I didn't budge. We were playing chicken, and we both lost. Get out of here. Play like a chicken. If I was playing like a chicken, I'd be avoiding things. Which I'm not, apparently, <laughs> even though I want to be. But um I'll show you game.
1: I was gonna say if you were you were Marty <laughs>
3: McFly, you would score eight million points after after one death.
0: <laughs> yeah. And there's that unique like feeling too of when you're on a really good run and you like you got a lot of cherries, you got some ghosts, you hit that double multiplayer flyer, you go through the second part like a breeze. And then you just fucking die uh, for some stupid thing. And sometimes it doesn't feel like your fault because like, there's no way to avoid the platform that's ahead of you. So you go up, but then the way that the platforms are like staggered and the way that there are ghosts at the top, it's like impossible. So you like die, but sometimes it's, it's not. And you just make a small mistake or just a ghost grazes you from the bottom or something. I was keeping track of my score as I went along. And at one point I had 152, and the note that I wrote was, how many times have I said I'm going to kill myself <laughs> because I was so mad and I was mad at myself and I'm like, I'm going to fuck I'm going to fucking. And I was saying all kinds of curse words and I was on the open group chat that we have on PlayStation, but no one was on yet. So I'm like, once you guys came on, I got quiet. But, but before then I was like, I'm going to fucking shit down your throat. I was like all kinds of profanity. <laughs> But yeah, I played it for four plus hours. I was stuck at 197 for like the last hour. Eventually, I got to level 211. But I couldn't stop there because when you get to level two, I think it's level two. In the background, you see this text floating because, again, fucking chaos. Stuff is happening all over the place. And this is how the game communicates with you is, hey, you're not distracted enough by what's going on screen. Let's let's do a tip floating in the background that you have to read while you're trying to focus on not dying. And it said it said something like, why not try or why not type hardcore at the start screen? So I once I got to level 2, I'm like, all right, we'll do that. So I went and typed in uh, hardcore at the start screen. And guess what? It's like hardcore mode, which is, from what I could tell, the same game just sped up by like oh three God. times or something. And so I tried that as well. And it is hard. And I got to level 30 and I felt like, you know what? That's good enough. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. So I bet you can get to 50, I, though. I bet I can get to fifth. I bet I can get to a hundred on fucking hardcore mode, but but no, I I was very frustrated by it. But and they say in the thing, like you know, um, the 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 tagline is "Are
1: you ready to rage quit?"
0: Right, and I can see that. And it's uh, again the the purpose was to make a hard, almost unplayable game, and I don't think that it is though. I don't think that it's almost unplayable. It's. It's very playable. It's very intuitive. Again, especially if you played Flappy Bird. Maybe it gets unplayable later, but it was very fun. I had such a good time with it. I alternated between, I'm so glad that I got this game, Ron is a genius, to I fucking hate Ron. I wonder if there's a way <laughs> I could accidentally have him killed without getting <laughs> go, going to jail for it. Um, but no, I think it's a great game. I highly recommend it to anyone to go check out. I think it's free. It is hundred. Right? It
1: is a hundred percent free. Yes.
0: Yeah, you can just go download it um, for Windows, uh, Linux, or OS X. So, yeah, I highly recommend it to anyone. Even if you start playing it and you're like, "This is too hard for me," the aesthetic is again very colorful and bright, and the music is really cool. So, even just trying it, if you liked Flappy Bird, especially, give it a try. It's really it's a really fun fun play, and it's free. So, I'll, as I mentioned, I'll put the link in the. The description but you said you played a little bit of it ron what yeah. was your experience uh
1: like i said i i think i when i got it i was it was really late at night and i like i'm gonna try this out for a little bit and i just got really frustrated by it and i'm like i'll try again later and i never did uh i'll probably i i, I probably I, I meant to play it a little bit this week and i got distracted by stuff so I'll, i'm gonna pick it up again soon and let's have a little competition going. let's see let's see who's who's better at ridiculous glitching
0: Don't do that you're just gonna, boys club then I'm challenge. gonna not be able to stop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> how many white
0: castle sliders can you Joey oh lord what is our boys club challenge this time we have a boys club coming up with me Gary and Ron and we always do it's not really every single time but at some point we stupidly were like there's this stupid thing was it the white castle on the first one no
1: the white castle wasn't the first one I don't think
0: I, I don't know was remember. it the tasing
1: I think the tasing might have been one of the first ones. I don't know. I can't remember what the original first one was. It was
0: some stupid thing that it's like you wouldn't do because it's stupid. And we were like, we thought it would be funny. Like, haha, boys club challenge. And the White Castle one was we each got a Crave case, which has 30 sliders. 30 it, sliders right? yep. And we're like, let's see how many we can eat. And don't do that, people. It's not meant for one person. I got, to eat, I okay? got through 21, 21. Me and Gary tied at 16. I could have probably kept going. Yeah. I I didn't want to, I was I felt fucking at twelve or thirteen I felt dead. I was like this is the enough.
1: best was when when because your goal stupid you, Gary you knew you wouldn't beat me. <laughs> so I your you only goal was to beat Gary, and then you got up And to, I shouldn't have said it. You got up to like one behind Gary or so or you got like you tie with Gary and Gary's like, How many you got? He's like, oh, I got I got fourteen, and Gary's like, Okay and he just shoves another one in his mouth he's like all right now you can get to 15
0: cuz Gary's not like highly competitive like a lot of times we play a game and and we're all kind of ready to win Gary drops off very quickly he gets to a point where he's like man i don't give a shit anymore but <laughs> Gary's a little bit of a troll so when i said out loud that i just want to beat Gary because i knew i wasn't going to beat you Gary was then like Alright, well it'd be funny for me to fuck with you and just keep eating these fucking and I already felt them in my throat. I was like, they're physically not going down anymore. I can't fit them in my they're fucking just a stomach.
2: Oh yeah.
0: Right, exactly. <laughs> um and Gary's like, Well, throw another one in and I'm like, You God. motherfucker, I will fucking kill you. Um
1: <laughs> And you just wanna so
0: murder us. I'm just so murder murderous. murderous. Um, but no, playing this game—that's what it—it it did it to me. But yeah, no, I—I I did. I do highly recommend it. It's really fun. So ridiculous, glitching. Check it out. All right, all right, ready to spin for who goes next?
1: Spin to win. Let me get the wheel spin out here. Come on, and let's go. Let's share the screen here. Here we go. Monk is spinning wheels. Wheel A couple of spinners. Of names. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Sit and spin. Paul here we go. Ron. Paul and Ron. Ron Paul. Ron. Oh, oh. Ron. Oh, oh! Let's go! Oh, oh,
3: wow, shit. that was real
0: close. That was really
3: wow, close. damn, that
0: was real fucking close.
3: That was, listeners, that was like a like a millimeter away from being Ron, but it's me. <laughs> Though That's in a way, awful. it's Ron because it's um another. Oh, I see. Oh, sorry, the Needler. <laughs> 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 um, no, but in a way, it's Ron because I played Ron's pick, Art School, which was an absolute blast so um to introduce this game it was developed by this guy julian glander i hope i'm saying his name right i did look him up and actually some of his other workup he does has done a lot of like animated shorts for adult swim which you can check out they're very weird oh. <laughs> um yeah and, and and much like the the game like they're made like a very similar style and how i would describe the uh The look of this game, before anything else, is it kind of looks like if you've ever been to, like, a bowling alley and you see, like, the old 3D animated clips that they use um, for, like, when you get a strike or a spare and it's, like, for, like, it's a little um bowling ball and like a fighter jet and like (laughs) there's a bunch of little bowling pins like oh no (laughs) shoots all of them and like only two of them are left alive like that sort of thing um like it looks like those so it's like it has a very cool art style um and the premise of the game is you're playing as this character named uh Fro- froshman with an o <laughs> um and you're you're at this wacky weird um art school and your professor is like a sort of neural network they only come on screen as like a little like circle and they talk in like a synthy like bunch of s- weird synthy noises and um basically once you're in the game it's um like this series of like cool floating like sort of um islands and um they have like all these weird shapes on them or like little buildings or things like that and you sort of float around between them and the only like the only structure to like the game and the story is you get like these different assignment prompts from your like weird synthy like ai teacher and um for example like you'll get a prompt like um draw three lumps or whatever. And you're like, what? And so like you can move around to different spaces. um, And you, the, the incentive to move around to different spaces other than just to explore the game is to collect like materials. So you like, you get different colors, you get different kinds of brushes or whatever. And then like you draw, yeah, whatever, like your teacher is sort of asking for. And um, then you turn in your assignment and you get a grade and I have no idea how the grading works. If, like, there's any ask, criteria whatsoever. Because that was, be, that was is, the main
0: question of my mind was like, what can you get away with? Like, I if know. it says three lumps, like how does it recognize that?
3: I know. So, like, I drew. Yeah. So, I, like, I would draw something that I would spend a lot of time on, I would take the prompt, like, really seriously, <laughs> and then God. I would get, like, a B. Um, right? <laughs> but then, I that's would... like you know, art school. <laughs> I know! Well, that's what I think. I think this game is, like, a super cynical look at, like art, like, art education more broadly. And right. Taylor, who's gonna... We're gonna have on the show, like, I think could totally refute that idea and could, like, point to ways in which, like, her pedagogy is super awesome and cool and, like, whatever. But anyways, that's what the game is all about. Um, (laughs) so, um, but then the, yeah, so there'd be times where I try really hard and I get like a B and I'd be like, fuck, but then there'd be problems where it's like, draw a hyper realistic diagram of like an air conditioning unit. And you can like put little text in and stuff. And I literally put in a text that said AC unit on the top. And then I drew a butt aggressively farting, you know, at the bottom of it, just like blowing like so much, you know, farts into the air, and like I the star-
0: opposite of air conditioning. I know,
3: I know, and I turned that in, got an A, you know.
1: Oh my God. <laughs> oh it's my art God. school, man. You got
0: to think outside the box sometimes, you know. Yeah, exactly. Think outside I, the butt,
3: I'm like, I'll, yeah, I'll condition your air. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But no, I was- see
0: now. But so sorry. I want Taylor to play this, though, because I'm wondering, like, her perspective. She's literally an art teacher. Like, I, she, I, she might think this is hilarious. She might think that it's, you know, an accurate, you know, condemnation of some of the way, because maybe that was her experience going through. I don't know. I'm, I would love for her to play this. This sounds, this sounds fucking fun, but sorry, go ahead.
3: It's really fun. Well, and like, I actually had a really good time. So I got it on, I could have just played it for free off of Itch.io and it is available there. One thing that made me not want to is I saw that it's a game that um works better if you can draw with like a touch screen or like with a stylus, and my switch has obviously a touch screen, so I did get it on switch to play just to make the drawing a little bit easier than like pointing and clicking with my touchpad on my nice. computer. I don't have a mouse, you know which is maybe a problem oh
1: yeah, um, and, and just a uh, heads up right now, the art school deluxe edition is a dollar ninety nine uh 85 yeah. off from its normal price
3: that's the one i got so yeah huzzah um <laughs> <laughs> like it's it's very very nice so yeah and it's way more expensive than the than the regular version that doesn't yeah, have all I, the extra shit i it?
1: know i'm i'm looking at it right now i might i might just go grab my switch and do this real quick keep going keep,
3: yeah keep talking so, so yeah it's super fun and like i had a really good time with it i loved art class in high school i love drawing stuff and like the for me like just getting to like walk around the world and like make little challenges for myself like for this prompt i'm gonna try to replicate like this stage and like the shapes i'm seeing here and like use that somehow and like it was really cool and like yeah you get really cool prompts like draw a bicycle without a reference like just like think to yourself like what a bicycle looks like and draw it and then like um or like draw something that makes you smile or like draw between one and 34 birds you know um and like you know like all kinds of like really fun shit and like the music in it was super charming and like there'd be little sound cues for when you were using like certain kinds of brushes while you're going and some of them they would make like the little like i don't even know how to describe them but, but like little like 3d things like you'd see on like a an old screensaver on your Windows 98 when like little like lines would run across the screen and they would kind of look like tubes mm. and they had they had like shading on them and like you like all kinds of cool brushes like that or you could put like googly eyes on whatever you had drawn and like it was just yeah it was a really fun treat. Not like super long at all. Did not take me very long to 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 sort of play my way through. And yeah. I had an absolute great time with it. And for like two bucks like less than a bottle of Coke, you know, like whatever you can have this like cool little game. Like, yeah, it's awesome or free other places potentially as well. Like, yeah, no, it was, it was a great time. So I I really liked it. Thank you, Ron. This was very, very fun.
0: Awesome. It does sound rad. Yeah. Like I am, I'm thinking of ways that people must test the system. So draw before draw between one and 34 birds. What if you drew 35? You know what I mean? Like, How does it, if you got an A, as you said, then is it meant to be commenting on the idea that like, oh, you thought outside the box, like Ron was saying, or is it, does it just, does it random? Is it like, does it randomly assign it? And is that part of the point that it's trying to make that sometimes art school feels random? Because if you try to draw that bicycle completely accurately and you're like, oh, I know what a bicycle looks like, or I'm going to kind of cheat and use this reference picture, And use that as a reference and not cheat. I know that a lot of artists are like using references, not cheating. But in the context of this game, it it is because it's supposed to be from memory. And you get a B minus or something and you're like, what the fuck? This is an accurate recreation of a bike. And the game is like, yeah, but we wanted you to draw. But you know what I mean? Or like, (laughs) I don't know. Like, I'm so curious about how it grades those things based on your you, you said it asked you to draw three lumps, right? Yeah that was like the first thing and you drew Er, lumps
3: yeah one of them it wasn't like the very first one i did
0: but i drew like little
3: they look yeah they look like little lumpy clouds and i put little googly eyes on them yeah and i turned it in and i
0: can't remember gotta be yeah
3: i gotta be yeah um and for me, I I am fully convinced that it is like entirely random. Like I do not I do not think it's evaluating you. And maybe if the game is trying to say something, that's like the point. It's like right. if that is the satisfaction you are looking for out of the experience, you won't be perpetually disappointed. Um, or you'll get your hopes up and then you'll be crushed. But like if you find satisfaction in what you're actually drawing and enjoy the experience of making things, like then that that will be fulfilling in and of itself. Um, which, yeah, maybe says something about art school.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, I I mean, it's specifically about art school and I've heard art students complain about that stuff, but like, I think it's a complaint about academia in general too. like my experience as an undergrad and a lot of my students experiences that they've shared is that it feels sometimes like grading is arbitrary. I remember in a criminology class that I had that I really liked, by the way, but the teacher, the professor had his TA grade the papers and he told us that. He's like I have a TA but I do all the lectures. The only thing my TA does is grade the papers. He's like so if you have a problem then you know we'll have to talk about it. And I got a a paper. I was an English major who had literally never not not this is not a humble brag but literally never gotten anything less than an A on a paper before. And I got a C on this criminology paper. And there were virtually no comments in there except for right at the end there was like two sentences. And I was I'm I'm number 1. I'm I'm not very confrontational, you know. Uh, and number two, I'm just kind of insecure. So I sort of thought I was confused because I was like, I don't understand what I did wrong, you know, like every other paper I've ever written. So I know it's probably not the writing that's of bad quality. And the comment doesn't really make it clear about what I did. And I think the teacher had a sense, because I was like an honor student. So I think he kind of had a sense that maybe I would have a question. So when he handed the papers out at the end, he's like, oh, can you come come by the desk after after class? I'm like, sure. So I go up there, and I think he even, because I know that he didn't grade the paper, I think he, was, he even knew that there was, like, something. So he, and this was the whole exchange, again, because at that point I hadn't learned to kind of stand up for myself, which I did later, but I was still pretty new. This was my first semester at a university. I'd gone to community college before that, so I still felt a little kind of like a fish out of water kind of thing. But I went up to him. And he's like, um, yeah, so about your grade, do you kind of understand what I was getting at in my comment? And I didn't, but of course, again, didn't want it. So I'm like, yeah, sure. And he's like, oh, OK, good. That was a whole exchange It was just him being like, did you understand that really vague comment where I wasn't specific in my criticism and I lowered your grade two letter grades because of it? And I'm like, yes, like. But it felt fucking arbitrary, and like, again, not the only experience I've had with that, and I've heard many students talk about that, so maybe that is what the game is trying to get at, is that like, sometimes you can put a lot of work into something, and you think you're doing it right based on what's asked of you, and you're gonna get a low grade, and you don't fucking know why, and sometimes you're just gonna literally fart something out and draw a picture <laughs> of a fart and for whatever fucking reason you're gonna get an a yeah i would love and we're gonna have to send this link to to taylor to see what she thinks because yeah. i think this is a
3: now what i would say in taylor and our defenses as people who work in education i think it's a call for better pedagogy not like right. the idea that it's impossible to like have a fulfilling art class you know for example I, no i don't i yeah. yeah
0: she's she's a savvy gamer i think she would she would totally get that yeah but. but yeah yeah that's why i'm so curious but
3: because <laughs> you could read this game like super cynically and be like oh yeah oh okay so education is a lie and i don't believe that because i i have had awesome you know experiences and classes with like teachers who like totally cared and taught me a lot and like saw even if i made like a mistake and took a risk and like a project that didn't pan out like they saw and like and like took that into account when like they were evaluating my work so like right but yeah but maybe yeah again it's more of a critique of like bad (laughs) experiences Uh and like yeah as you say like i think we've all had teachers who have like phoned it in or like you know given you you get something back that you worked so hard on you're like what you know (laughs) like this is uh, but yeah, no, it was an awesome game. I, I really had a, a wonderful time with it. So like so, uh, speaking pick. of our
1: our teachers, uh that they, they reminded me of hold on I'm saying this uh thing to in the Discord here. Um I had a teacher, uh it was my first semester at ECC, Elgin Community College, and um I took a sculpture class and I had I kinda had no clue what I was getting into as a night sculpture class. And teacher He's an older gentleman. He's He was like a, a wrought iron worker and uh, like Sycamore to calbaria and stuff like that. And he's done a bunch of stuff. And he just came in and he is just like chomping on a Snickers bar. And it was just <laughs> like, just he just totally kind of like, let us do our own thing. Like he just gave us a vague thing of what he wants us to do. And then he said, just do it. <laughs> and I was just like, <laughs> so basically everyone just like, took that and just like ran with it and did like all these weird projects to where I went and did it a second semester, uh, me and one other guy, like we, we went back for a second semester and he told us like flat out, like when we started like, I really, I really don't have like a syllabus set up for a second semester because most people don't take a second semester with me. And so my friend was just like, can we just go start grabbing stuff and just start welding together? He's like, (laughs) Yeah, sure, go ahead. So he's teaching oh, he's teaching wish. all the first semester students like, you know, all the stuff that we learn. And then here's me and my buddy RJ just like going and grabbing a bunch of shit, that, a bunch of just like random junk and then just start welding it together and just like we made these like huge sculptures that ended up sitting in the back there for like a couple of years and just like
0: what do you do? how do you take those apart? You don't. They you know they I mean? just stayed like- there. They just they just <laughs> they, he, there was just like uh, giant
1: swinging like Venus flytrap that we made. Someone wow. had made like a rack for like um like a bike stand. They were they were building like a uh, like a lowrider motorcycle and they had this like stand set up that they made and uh it was just left there and so we're we're just like well let's use this and we like put like another piece of metal on it and like kind of swings back and forth and this almost looks like a jaw so we ended up putting teeth on it and like play, uh like leafs on it and stuff like that and just made this giant kinetic fucking Venus flytrap thing that sat there for like the entire time that I was at Elgin Community College
3: wow that's so cool
1: but yeah that was just like we totally think he was just getting high all the time that's why he was always chomping on his (laughs) Snickers but man it was that was like one of the best art classes I ever had because it was like I got to just kind of have fun and roll with it and
0: add A's so yeah and you that's the thing is like you, you might have even learned a lot like it depends you know it that seems like one of those situations where it's kind of what you put into it what you get out of it because I even as a writing teacher I have that like sometimes students expect you to challenge them and to give them a rigorous you know agenda filled with work to get what they feel is fair out of the class and some students are more benefited by having the room and the freedom to experiment on their own and that's why it can be hard as a teacher is like figuring out which approach and allowing for creativity and flexibility and and everything but um because i'm sure there might have been students in that class like what the fuck like what am i supposed to i I don't know anything like i don't even have the the ability to creatively come up with an idea to try something and to fail you know so that
1: was the thing like he was he would kind of like he would like kind of walk you through it. Like there were a couple kids who were just like, I get, I'm not quite sure like what to do. And he would like, well, you know, like, what is your idea? I'm like, Oh, I kind of got this. And he's like, okay, now like expand on that. And then like, he would just kind of like talk back and forth with them a little bit. Like, you know, like, all right, but what if you did this? Like, what if, what if you just like change, like just change your way of thinking about it and gentle guidance. yeah. Yeah. And then like, they'd start like getting a little wilder. And like like I said, this class was just like a blast. Like at the end, everyone was just having fun. Like the last the last class or the last portion of the class was making a bronze sculpture. And I ended up making uh an angry Norwegian guy clubbing a baby seal. That was my uh bronze sculpture.
0: <laughs> Is that, there's that new grounds in Florida. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: and yeah, that, that was fun. The next year I made uh Jackass Jesus, which was uh Jesus Christ tipping over a uh, porta potty
0: is that no grand yeah.
1: but you
3: can <laughs> you can point to that guy too though and look at even though like he i I'm sure he he's indulging from what you're saying in like sort of a nonchalant like here's my sicker's bar go do your thing but there's like good pedi- there are good teaching practices in what you're oh, yeah. describing teaching one to one meeting students where they are like yeah and like not them- not
1: telling them no like he never he yeah, never exactly, he never really yeah. tell anybody no like he would say like well, that's kind of a little bit out of the scope and he'd kind of like rein it back in if if it was like way too far out, but he didn't really tell anybody no. And I know like the guy who taught in like the, first, you know, the the morning classes, like he was super rigid, like you have to do this, you have to do this, you have to do this, you can't really skew off course or anything like that. And like, that's not kind of what it's uh, arts about. You know what I mean? Like right. you kind of got to just do your own thing. Like, yeah, there is, you know, something to be said about like, you know, being able to replicate something exactly or follow rules and directions 100%, but I'll call that. Well, the, but, art but you
3: are. Yeah. But you're, but you're learning against specific skills to like your needs as a student. And like, it's situational. And like, that actually takes a lot of work and planning, even though it looks loose, like being able to like, look at a room and see individuals and and figure out some kind of format in which you can help all of them achieve their different goals. Like that, that takes a lot of thoughtfulness and experience and and teaching for it to be like a, for it not to fall apart, you know, like that's a very hard thing to set up. Um, so I think, like, I think only- Taylor, if you're listening, there are great art <laughs> teachers out there that kick ass. And yeah, like, this guy sounds like one of them, and you are as well.
1: <laughs> yeah, there's only, like, I think, like one or two people that, that dropped his class. Like, that was it. Like, and they didn't seem interested. Like, they, they didn't even seem like they wanted to be there in the first place. So it's like, all right, you know, like, no big loss. But yeah.
0: Speaking of Taylor, I love that you weirdly kind of throw Paul and I under the bus in the Discord. <laughs> You posted a link to the game and you said, Paul and Joy want you to play this game. <laughs> like you don't, like you have no investment. You're nope. like, I don't know why. I, why yeah, I, I don't really know. Just, idiots. Even though they, you picked it, you that, that, it. What's yeah. fucked up
3: about this round is that this is the game that you put in the pod.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I hey,
3: feel like you posted he, link. I, I didn't
1: say anything. I didn't say anything about uh, Taylor playing it. So you're just like, <laughs> we need to get Taylor to play this game. Okay. Like, uh, I don't, I don't give a shit about Taylor. I'll, I'll, this I'll mix, facilitate this.
3: this makes me so concerned if we ever are in a real heist together We get caught. Yeah, I just—I feel really, you're gonna be like, I was there. Yeah. but
0: Paul and Joey wanted us to steal the money. Yeah. I was just facilitating. I, I don't know if that's a crime. It is. a, it is a crime. Uh,
1: it's still. I
3: know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, I was off the street. I I, got, I could just get. I
1: can get. People.
0: I can get less time. That's all. If I cooperate, they just asked so. if I could drive a car. Yeah. Do you
3: want to know more information about Paul and Joey? Like, I've got a lot of. <laughs> yeah. I have hours
1: and hours of uh, recordings <laughs> yeah, yeah. here. Um,
3: They're like it's a link to a. a public podcast you're like oh, wait but there's more Nonetheless, yeah. just
0: listen to it uh yes. even even the detectives are like yeah i don't actually i'm good i'm I good i listened to one episode and i was like oh no too many guy game references i'm out
3: <laughs> yes. yeah we'd like to arrest you now for playing the guy game <laughs> that's right You've too confessing
0: to yeah <laughs> um well joey bought it. speaking so, of crimes saying, uh, Speaking of crimes. Oh yeah, that's a good that's a run. good segue, Joey. Uh, thank you. Thanks. What's our next game? I don't know. Let's spin
1: the wheel and find out. No. Oh we, lord. <laughs> not we don't have to <laughs> spin hold it, on. Is it, it gonna land on spin?
3: It? spin uh,
0: it. Don't encourage him. So do uh, it's
3: it. fun. Let's do come on. <laughs> come on. Spin the wheel. I already closed
0: it. I already closed it. <laughs> no.
2: Yes.
1: I mean I well, can just control run. all right, I'll control shift T. I'll put it back up yeah, here. here yeah, we go. Put it on. Come uh, on. There it is that's a wheel of names you get to watch it load up again here here we go oh that's not that's not anybody's name here what the fuck
0: Beatrice Beatrice Beatrice
1: um why did it's weird because it saved all the names before and this time it didn't uh all right we'll just we'll just spin it and whichever name it lands on is me Fatima
3: Fatima
1: Fatima, I'm going for Fatima. I'm going for Gabriel. Look at that! Look at that! Yeah, yeah, Fatima,
0: Fatima. Fatima. All right, good job, Fatima. All right, Uh, so my game. (laughs) Sorry, listener. This is bad. Co- this is bad. Podcasting. Oh, but
3: fun <laughs> podcasting for the people who are watching the wheel. Imagine,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah,
3: yeah, listeners. Imagine the greatest wheel you've ever seen in your life spinning during that segment.
0: So colorful. That's how, and that's how you do and it. Vibrant. And that's how you do it. There are names, <laughs> letters. There are lines. It's a circle. That's how you do yes. it. Speaking Check it out. Check it out. The, listener. Speaking
3: of good pedagogy, Ron just taught you all how to spin the wheel. Yep,
0: I just that's right. The wheel. That's how you do it. Met you where you were, which is
1: anyway. Wanting to spin a my wheel. game uh, was one of Paul's choices.
0: Uh, someone stole my lunch. It is specifically meant for me. Specifically that's meant for true. you. So I hope you enjoyed it. I did. I really I did enjoy do it.
1: it. It was created by uh, Nano Reno Twenty Twenty Two. I'm assuming this game just came. Yes, this, that's besides the point. It is a short. Uh visual novel esque choose your own adventure game. I'd say you could probably do the whole thing in about a half an hour and get all the endings or seven endings. Oh wow. It's wow. it's it's really it's I would say that's probably its only fault is that it is kind of guided. Uh like you know, you get, you come up to a scenario, you get three choices, and one of them is the correct choice, and then you move on to the next one. So it is kind of like, you know, super limited. Uh but the writing in it was pretty good. It was pretty funny. I actually played it uh, with Andrea. We were playing it together. I got all seven endings. Seven? Seven, seven endings. Yeah, well, the, so the first one, uh, if you're looking at the screenshots here, it's literally, this is, uh, you're at work, you're at, uh, I forgot what your job is, but you're in your you're in your break room and you're complaining about the break room and just how shitty it is. There's only one coffee maker for this office of thousands of people. There's only like one small fridge and all that stuff. And you're contemplating like just messing up the the lunch room because you're so mad, but you're excited because you have a lunch. You have you your lunch that you made, and the first one is like a
0: that's like a good one. It's right? a good and one, one too. Yeah, it's not so like oh, I just threw some things. That's like
1: you. That's one of the things too. Is like the art in this is like really good. It makes the art, it makes the food like it's nice, beautiful drawings of food.
0: I want you to tell me tell me describe I'm so hungry right now, by the way. I haven't eaten in like five hours, so please what is this lunch? What, uh, the what does the it contain? first
1: one that you, you, you made is uh takansu pork, which is flattened pork, breaded fried with fried pork, double, yeah. Right. Double fried in panko mm. uh over a fluffy bed of rice.
0: And like you're just oh. So it's like Japanese. It is it, like a Japanese visual novel. I,
1: I think I, I don't know. I, I think it's in in I don't indeterminate, indeterminate. Yeah. But uh, most of the food is uh Asian based that you're okay. that you're eating.
3: Another reason it's it compatible. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so like you all you're all you're doing is like you're just thinking like I just want my lunch. Like you know, like that's yeah. that's the thing that's yeah. gonna make the day better. And you go to the fridge you and you know that and you see your pink Tupperware container among the sea of like just regular ass Jelly clear compatible. Tupperware containers, and like you grab it and you notice that it's like kind of dripping on the outside and you're like, that's weird. There's some sauce on the outside. Like it also feels lighter and then you open it up and it's empty.
0: And it's like no! so <laughs> someone stole my lunch. Oh my God. <laughs> I knew it based on the title of the game, but I'm still shocked. Still shocked. Still I <laughs> like
3: that the sauce is like a little bit of like it's like blood at a crime scene or whatever. Just a little yeah. bit of sauce. Well,
0: yeah. it's like oh, maybe it, maybe it
1: tipped over when I was like bringing it to work, and maybe like a little bit dribbled out. And like no, I, I would never do that. I'm very
0: careful with my lunch. <laughs> Can't spill a drop. It sounds delicious. <laughs>
1: so you're just like so frustrated about like what's going on. So it's like. The first like the first three options it gives you are give up, quit your job and report to HR. So we just went we just went down the line. We did give I up. Thought,
0: I thought the third was gonna be a little more dramatic. I thought it was gonna be like, or find them and kill them. But that's how hungry I am. That's what I'm thinking. I'm
1: well like, no, so the first one's give up. And it's like, well, okay, I guess someone Is ate, that an ending? It's an ending. It's basically so <laughs> someone ate my lunch and you know what? They probably needed it more than I do. And so basically it goes on about how like wow. you're just going to spend the rest of your time at this company making lunches and then letting someone else eat them because they probably deserve it more than you do. Oh, no. That's a bad oh, ending. No. And the second one is quit your job and you just go into a rage and you just start... You, you <laughs> kick over the, the, the trash can and like you, you break the coffee pot and you throw it against the uh, the picture of the employee of the month that you don't even know. <laughs> and then the last option is report to HR. And that's what continues the story along You report to HR and they don't give a shit because it's not company oh, property. It's damn. your property and they can't do anything about it, but it goes on. Like you, you eventually just like go back to your desk and you're like, okay, well tomorrow's going to be different and you make a new lunch. I can't, I can't remember what the other lunches are off the top of my head. One of it was a fish head. It was really weird. Oh. But yeah, it basically, you know, next day you, you're talking about this food and like you're, you're making up for yesterday, not having your food. And then you go to the fridge and sure enough, someone ate your lunch and you got another choice, three choices. One of actually, so the second one, that's right. The second one, it's like, I made the lunch. What did I put in it? And it gives you three options again. And oh, you
0: get to build your own lunch. So
1: the first option is rat poison. <laughs>
0: Not a great. So one. then you talk about like, oh yeah,
1: else, that's geez. right. I made i i made it so whoever would steal my lunch would get poisoned. Oh, genius! And then you, then you go back to your cubicle. You're hungry, but you're you're satisfied because someone's going to eat your lunch and get poisoned, and then you end up getting arrested uh, because oh you got God. caught <laughs> on camera poisoning your lunch. Caught
0: on CCTV. Caught on
1: CCTV. Oh, uh, and then no. you're in prison, and then. Like you're like, I'm gonna be here forever. And then you find out like the person that you poisoned didn't die. They're still alive. So you're like, well, at least I'm not gonna be here forever. And then, and then, then you go the, to the, the chow hall nope, to you a mandatory slap. You don't know
0: someone stole. Yeah,
1: actually that's exactly what happened. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's exactly what happens. You try to go to the chow what? hall
1: and so oh my God. someone bigger than you swipes your lunch. So you oh still look at that. I was joking.
0: Um so Yeah. How is that a crime though? What poisoning Someone a coworker? Stole, you poisoned your own lunch. Someone <laughs> stole that. They didn't. That was their fault. They stole it. I'm just asking for a friend. They In have case, a good, They have
3: a good lawyer. They They really get <laughs> after you. Yeah.
0: They caught you on CCTV what, making your own lunch. That <laughs> was for yourself. You were going to commit suicide If the Tupperware
3: temp- doesn't fit, you must equip. <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: <laughs> that's all it took. So then the sec the second option. So the <laughs> second option you could choose is wax. And what you end up doing is you you ended up making a perfect replica of your <laughs> dish. Oh. Like a display <laughs> version of the food. You like went on Whoa. YouTube and you watched a bunch of tutorial videos on how to make a perfect food display. And then you open it up and someone took two bites out of it. Like that one, <laughs> they took two bites out of it.
0: So, so still kind of Trolling them or like you know making them aware that you know, but not not quite a crime.
1: Yeah, and then do, disgusting. then you
0: why they take two bites though? One bite and they were like this one is one, one bite wasn't
1: enough. It just like to spite yeah. the person that did it. Basically, like I'm gonna take I two fucking them. bites out of it because they make a point. Like they didn't take just one bite; they took two. Yeah, it was it fake. Like
3: this. It, well, that's how good it looked, though. And, like, yeah. I'm just imagining your well, character then you in end front up, of a YouTube tutorial going, I'm going to get this motherfucker in five hours.
1: Well, no, that's the thing is then you end up quitting your job and realizing that your true passion was to make, make food replicas. And then you <laughs> oh. you do that on YouTube.
3: <laughs> wow. Wow. Oh, that's so good.
1: That's
0: So that's a good ending. Yeah. yeah. Well, no, that's it's still. it was
1: ending. still a bad ending.
3: What?
2: No, it's still so bad cuz there is? there's a
1: very specific there's a very specific and like i said it's very it's very guided it's very narrow it's to yeah, the that's point true you can I, catch
3: the sexy thief which i have you
1: you do about. catch the sexy thief uh, oh. i won't go into it cuz like i said oh. it's just no it's a short game you son of a it's a bitch. short game you like i said it's it's, it's i do want to play it's 15, it, yeah, 15 yeah, to 20 so, minutes you can play it the writing's really yeah. good in it it's really entertaining uh there's a part I totally sold it right there, there's two parts where you have to compose emails and letters and oh, all, it do- all, all it does is, is it gives you like the first one or two words and that's it to choose from. And that's it. So you don't know what it's going to say. Oh, shit. You just have to go based off the first one or two words alone. And then that's it. And you can
0: pose an email. Per my last.
1: Stuff, yes. like, stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> to whom it or like to whom <laughs> or, you know, something like that. Why? You know. Dear thief.
0: It, yeah. It, 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 <laughs>
1: It goes places with those. With, it, it takes this? complete liberties with those with those choices. So, uh,
0: so when you when you're making your lunch, can you actually choose real like?
1: No every are there everything's already prepared like or pre planned like so every like your lunch that day like you go into but it's some of them actual food it's though? actual food it's actually st- okay and it kind of goes into like it om um, it I I actually kind of wish it would actually give a recipe on how to do it. Like they almost go to that point where they talk about right. like the preparation of it, but they don't go into like the full in depth. I kinda of wish they would have went full in depth on how to make uh all this food.
3: How yeah. to put wax how to put wax. Yeah, make yes. beautiful right. wax food.
1: I kinda of wanna go I kinda wanna go YouTube on YouTube video. and like watch these and see and see. I'm sure there's videos on people making display food. I'd actually kinda of like to see how to do it.
0: So it's like um Is it cake, that new show, right? Oh yeah, Jacqueline's watching that. Is it wax? Is it wax? Ah. Well, no, there. I mean, well, yeah, they, yeah. It's like it's ahead. like that Japanese show it's the where, where it's like, like, is the, it is it chocolate
1: yeah. or whatever? And they like go and like grab a shoe and they're like very very carefully trying to bite it like, and then they ended it's ended up being a real shoe and like. I just stuck a dirty shoe <laughs> in my mouth. God damn it!
2: Took two bites of that real
3: shoe before I realized. <laughs> oh, chewy chocolate. All right. All right, all right, all right. The sculpting chocolate must have been a little. <laughs> yeah,
0: maybe, maybe just a little old, a little, a little out of date, a little expired.
1: But no, it was, it was good. It was entertaining. Uh, it's, uh, free to, it's, it's a name your own price, so you don't have to pay anything if you want. If you don't want to, uh, I'll probably end up yeah. throwing it a couple bucks. So,
0: yeah, someone's. I legitimately so like we're not selling these games. Like we don't know these people. We have no incentive to like push these games. But this is going to sound like like I'm trying to do that when I say I I am literally very excited to play these. Like having you. Like this was meant to be. We're we play a game and we experience it and share our experience. But weirdly enough, I feel like it's it's sort of a sales pitch. And that I feel after both of you talk about, it, I'm like. I want to play art school because it sounds so fun to like draw things and like do very basic rudimentary assignments where again, like draw some lumps, draw a bicycle. I want to, I, I don't care about the grade. I kind of want to do it just to do that. I think that sounds fun. And then Paul, what a great choice for me because that game, so many aspects of that game do absolutely scream me. Like I'm going after a sexy criminal. I'm very hungry. I love food. So I'm like it, thinking it, of it like, is a, what is these lunches What does lunches look like? yeah pink tupperware yeah that's definitely right up my alley so i'm i'm excited but thanks guys for taking part in this this was really fun can't wait to do it again yeah yeah we're definitely going to keep doing these we want to do paul and i were were talking i don't remember if we mentioned this to you ron i think we did um we want to do something where we all play the same game at some point like i don't know if it's going to be an indie game a retro game but doing sort of like a book club. Where we all play the same game over the course of a few weeks or a month or something. Cybón action. And then Cybón action is a game we're no, we're gonna play. What is that? That's what is that? Cat is that? Mario. Oh, that's oh fuck yeah, no. yeah no <laughs> thanks. No, I think we're good. I think we're good. I know enough that, about well, it. to it be, be afraid. Be. <laughs> <laughs> honestly like it could something like that. But we, like we could all play that. Play the same game. That
3: could be like we don't need weeks for that. No, that's
0: yeah. that's, that's,
1: a a, that's that's a that's 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 a day you could you could play that right. game so.
0: yeah no it could be a show it could be another indie game like like we're talking about um like that we have played and we we know we love um it could be a game from our past that we love but yeah like a game again like a book club i think would be kind of fun so we'll do that in the future but next week we're watching the super mario brothers movie i feel like we've made mention of this multiple times we've said that we can't wait to watch it i've been trying
1: to hold it off i was trying to do it as long as possible just because like that's the thing that like every game podcast yeah it's the obvious thing yeah but i mean eventually we're gonna have to do it so let's just get it out of the way
3: we've been edging listeners for so long (laughs) (laughs) they're like i hate every other part of this but
0: i uh, eventually i have to hear what these
1: three guys think about mario Brothers movie
0: I want to hear all the other opinions. I want to hear them
3: talk about Bob Hoskins. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: I love that's, Bob that's Hoskins. That's
1: all I'm going to talk about. I'm just going to talk about it. I'm going yeah. to focus on Bob Hoskins and nothing else.
2: Yes.
0: Yep. Pretty We're going to try to engage you with stuff like, what did you think of Daisy? Daisy over Bob Peach. Bob Hoskins. The you're going to be like, Bob, H- Bob They should have just Bob cast Hoskins. Bob Hoskins as Peach yeah. or as Daisy. Sorry, sorry. I'm already making that mistake.
3: I wish he, he had made a cameo as Shmi who he plays in <laughs> Stephen Spielberg's <laughs> Hook? Oh, I love, I love Bob Hoskins as a I, pirate. <laughs> I, I wish Phil
1: Collins would have made a appearance in this movie like he did in Hook as well.
0: Uh, what, who is so, he in Hook? And Glenn Close.
1: Oh yeah, Glenn Close. Yeah, Glenn Close plays uh, plays the one in the Boo Box.
0: Wait, what?
3: Oh <laughs> yeah. my God! Yeah, I found this. I, I, I found no this idea. out a handful
1: of years ago, Bob. Phil Collins. A very
0: convincing man. Phil yeah. Collins, that scene
3: is so fucked up, by the way. It but, is. Yeah, for, 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 a, for a kid's movie, yeah, that is pretty yeah, fucked up. It scared the shit yeah. out of me when I was little. I was
0: like, oh, my God. Um, I love scorpions, and I was like, not that much. <laughs> I don't want to be. <laughs> Listeners, They there's a scene where to torture a pirate, they put him in a chest that has a little door on it. They close the chest and seal it. They open the little door, and they drop scorpions. In and it's little- called the boo box. Boo well, box. S- And And, the
3: anticipation is so scary because he's like screaming the whole time. They're like, getting, yeah, it's more than the thing itself. It's like the entire setup for it is absolutely fucked. You're like, God damn it. (laughs) Bob, Bob Hoskins. Why did you allow this to happen? Nothing,
0: (laughs) nothing so horrific in the Super Mario Brothers. (laughs) Just a king being turned into a giant piece of fungus for ages. So, so yes, please, if you want to watch along, unfortunately, I couldn't find it on any of the streaming services or like to download digitally. You can get the DVD on Amazon for 3.99. The Blu-ray is ridiculously but I think it's like $35 or some Jesus shit. Christ. I don't it might be out of print. So, um if you're looking for the physical copy, you can still get it in time to watch it for the podcast. You can always watch the podcast later, of course, but 3.99 on Amazon. You can also find an extended cut on the Internet Archive. I know we keep dropping hints about that, but I'll also put that in the show notes if you're interested. Wait, it's on the Internet Archive? it's on the internet archive because there's an extended cut. That's like an extra 20 minutes long. So if you're interested in that, it's like a director's cut that was never released that I think that's how they're able to get it on the internet archive. Cause it's a piece of like historical, oh. it's not, there's no way to purchase it. So um, I'll include a link to that in the show notes if you're interested. Um, but yeah, so if you want to watch along and listen, that would be awesome. You can uh, find us on social media. You can email us. If you have any questions about the movie, if you watch it ahead of time and you want to make, you want to throw your own comments in there, feel free. You can reach us at prettypixelspodcast at gmail.com. Find us on social media. I'm on Twitter at Lost Man. Ron is on Twitter at BigBadRon. He's on Instagram at HandsomeBoyFrank for his kitties and not BigBadRon for himself. Do you, it sounds like I have this written out, but I don't. I've just like said it so many times. That, <laughs> and then sometimes I forget and I'm like, Oh, God, I said it in the wrong order in my fucking brain. Um, and I think that's going to about do it. I don't think we have anything nope. else you know? to make, so let's oh, just wrap, wrap, this wrap it up. up. Just miffed <laughs> as you might
3: it. be if someone stole your lunch. You'd be even more miffed if someone stole your copy <laughs> of Thronebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> it's an incredible game. It may not have delicious like Asian fusion you know, pork or tasty no. red sauce that's meant to replicate blood. Like it's the same so the crime right? scene. It does have... The um an amazing story, a wonderful deck building component. Um, just it's uh, set in the incredible Witcher universe. Um, CD Projekt Red made it coming off of what is you know my favorite game of all time, The Witcher Three. Um, it's available I think on literally any you can play this motherfucker on like your Super Nintendo. It's available on every device imaginable, and it gets even better because you don't have to steal. Listen to me, you lunch game (laughs) thief out there you don't even have to steal it because if you send in some concept art to our show we're gonna give you a game code for free so bam um yeah you
0: you can to the first person person. no one has done it yet but let's just make sure we have that asterisk so we don't get like 14 of them the first person i if there are 14
3: of you who are willing to play throne breaker i'm not saying i'm gonna buy for all of you but i we're gonna go
1: in the wheel
3: yeah, oh. we'll put your names in the wheel we'll put yeah, here yeah, we'll put your names in the wheel and I will beyond the, the 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 purview of the show, I will go if there are fourteen of you, I will go for like let's say five. I will buy five of you Jeez. Thronebreaker. Wow. Okay
1: Boom. It's on, Boom. It's on, I said it's it. on it's digital on
3: air. It's on air. We got monkeys riding dogs, people monkeys coming from miles dogs. around to pick up a copy of Thronebreaker. Um oh man. So yeah, it's awesome. Check it out. I want someone to talk to you about it. so bad. Hey, Taylor, what's up? You said you were going to play it, so I don't need to blast you on the podcast anymore. But I want you to play it. Yeah, don't play Art School yet. Yeah. <laughs> Start with Thronebreaker and then get over to, to that. But uh, no, that's that's all I have to say.
0: Awesome. Well, yeah, check out next week for Super Mario Brothers. Check out the links in the, in the show description for uh, the games that we played. Let us know what you think if you play them. Thank you so much for listening. We love you guys. If you have any, if you want to leave us a review, I don't normally pander for this stuff, but I'm like, maybe I should. I feel like part of me is like, maybe I should. If you want to leave us a review on some platform that you listen to, that would be awesome. Um, otherwise, thank you so much. Have a great week, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.
1: Monkeys, rotten dogs.